0: This is Pirate Radio, WGHB Farmville, 1250, at 92.7 FM Greenville, WDLX Washington, 930, and 104.1 FM Washington.
1: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
0: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
2: How's everybody doing?
0: Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother.
3: booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba. El
4: Centro. De Gloria.
5: <laughs> Have you scanned your MVP card?
2: Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian.
4: I know, clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better.
5: Let's get to that conversation
0: now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host... Clip Brock.
4: Welcome in to a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of our show and hang out with the crew on Facebook Live and YouTube. We are live streaming and we'll answer your questions read your comments and more coming up on today's show if you have a question for the head football coach of the pirates mike houston he will be in studio coming up at five o'clock you can get your questions in and we will pass those along to coach houston as we talk pirate football here in the midst of basketball season and uh, now a weekend into the ecu baseball season and boy it was a great sunday Pirates finishing off a sweep in baseball. Pirate Hoops winning their third straight game uh, yesterday in Menjee's Coliseum, this time against the Tulane Green Wave. So we got a lot of winning to talk about, and we'll do it with you here on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Brian Bailey going to join us in hour number two. He talked to Cliff Godwin earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. So we'll talk some baseball, some hoops, everything in between Uh, with bb coming up at four o'clock ellerby here to kick off today's show in studio we've also got the chan man in shirley's chair today what's up chan
5: what's up clipper happy monday
4: h m to you and aarp alex harper handling the video hello alex the big dog glenn griffin is here ellerby once again is right here to my left hello jonathan
6: man what a monday victory monday ecu football monday Cliff Godwin Monday on the Brian Bailey Show. Uh, What a weekend. Just uh, so much to talk about. We got some awesome promotions here. what y'all do with the Jungle Nation t-shirt? We need to get that up on uh, camera and here in the studio. Uh, We're going to have Ticket Tuesday this week, Cliff Brock. I'm getting lots of requests for East Carolina UNC baseball tickets, so I know things are hopping. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to ECU unc baseball this sunday on this program on tuesday so uh, i don't even know where to begin uh, the moment with parker bird or the sad news with uh marvin jarman yeah. passing away just just a lot going on there we go
4: whole lot uh happening over the weekend good and as you mentioned the sad uh with the legendary marvin jarman Uh, But, man, LRB now holding up the Jungle Nation T-shirt. Coming up this Thursday, beginning at 11 o'clock at UBE. uh, We'll be out there slinging tees. $20 for a Jungle Nation T-shirt. LRB, as we uh, get prepared for Mustache March and continue the fight against ALS.
6: Yeah, we did this promotion last year, and uh, we've redesigned the new look of the shirt this year. It's a black shirt, uh, tri-blend shirt, very light shirt. Very uh, nice to wear, and it's got the 23, the Jungle Nation, on the back. And uh, the proceeds for this will go to the ECU Baseball Mustache for March. So uh, last year we were able to raise over $4,000 to give uh, Cliff Godwin and his uh, group to help fight the battle against uh, ALS, and I hope to do the same this year. So we'll be at UBE starting 11 while supplies last, get in line, and uh, we'll load you up and uh, small to – 2x or 3x so uh, get down there and uh, get your jungle nation shirts and i hope to see you on thursday at uh, ube as uh, we kick off a, another big weekend of baseball as the pirates will be back on sunday but uh thursday come on down for your lunch hour
4: chad gang is here on a monday steve chad jamie pj kaz what's up gang i uh, hope you had a great weekend i know we did it was awesome to be out at clark leclerc stadium and i was there saturday and sunday so I missed the drama on Friday night, and Cliff Godwin said on this show last week, he said it Thursday when we met with him uh, one day ahead of the season opener that, hey, Parker Bird's going to get in the bat. Wish I could tell everybody uh, when it was going to be. He said, uh, you're just going to have to come to every game and, and find out when it's going to be. Well, it happened to be Game One of the season, Ellerbee, that Parker Bird got that at
6: bat. Yeah, and uh, what a moment! Uh, I, I think people—that's th- one of those sports moments. That I think even though you weren't there, Clip, I think you'll remember where you were when you saw Parker Bird coming on deck, and uh, I do. And got got to a spot where you could <laughs> watch that on ESPN Plus.
4: I was driving to pick up dinner after leaving uh, Pirate Radio on Friday. Okay, wrapping up a great show with Wes and Alex Harper. We had a lot of fun. The, I read the counter-programming to the Super Bowl, LRB, and yes. it was like gymnastics, darts, poker. Counter-programming to ECU baseball on Fridays should be Wes Hines on Pirate Radio it, it's Live. Gold,
6: it's gold. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's archived for your <laughs> listening and viewing pleasure on, was our, fantastic. On, our, on our media pages.
4: All right, so I'm, I'm going to pick up some dinner. I go, uh, and on the way there... I, I keep seeing on uh, social media Parker Bird's on deck Parker Bird's on deck then I go in to pick up the dinner I guess somebody recognized me and said hey I figured you'd be at the game and I was like well I had to do the show and be out there tomorrow and he was like do you hear Parker Bird got to bat and I said yeah and he was with his wife and kid and he not angrily but kind of despondently said yeah we left in the top of the inning they, they were cold we had to come eat so he
6: they they they, (laughs) yeah they they were cold his wife and it it wasn't we left together no but they were cold (laughs) his
4: wife and kid made him miss the moment but i said hey man he'll get another ab this year it'll be all right but it was just kind of funny uh because he will always remember where he was not watching the abat because he had left early uh, a half inning early uh, but yeah, what a moment the other night!
6: Yeah, absolutely. I, I had left early as well, and I'd I seen it on social media, and immediately pulled it up on my phone so I could watch it. But uh, certainly, just just a moment uh, in time that uh, ECU fans will remember, and, and not just the only moment that that's ever going to happen. I, I know, uh, I know, Parker will be back in the batter's box again, and uh, hopefully this time see some better pitching where he can, uh, you know. Get get the bat on the baseball and, and get that uh, base hit. So uh, Parker was here earlier today. Had a chance to talk to him. Uh, obviously, uh, he he was very appreciative of all the coverage. Of uh, I mean, Twitter was just amazing. Of uh, the shares and the people that responded. <laughs> Mark to, Cuban. Yeah, Mark. Jim,
5: Jim Abbott. Yes. Jim
4: Abbott was really cool. Yes. That was awesome to see.
6: And there's a lot of younger people I had to explain to Jim Abbott was of how he used to pitch with where he would throw it with one hand and then slide his glove on so he could field so he wouldn't get his freaking head taken off if someone lined it back to him. And then sometimes he did field the ball and then take his you know, he had a great great little system to be a major league pitcher with that threw a no hitter. Yeah. Uh, it's
4: incredible. That, there
6: you go. I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, certainly uh, the, the the viralness of uh, Parker's at bat. And it being opening day of how it worked out, Pirates score 16 runs. He's number 16. Um, just a cool moment.
4: LRB, uh we got some questions I want to answer real quick on the shirts on Thursday, the Jungle Nation shirts Thursday, yes. 11 a.m. UBE. Uh, Chad asking the Chad question, will there be big man sizes? Do we have any 3Xs?
6: I do believe we have a few 3Xs, so uh, get there early if you want to get your hands on a 3X.
4: Is it cash only for these shirts?
6: We will do cash or Venmo at UBE. So, oh, okay. uh, so you will be able to uh, do, we'll have two different tables set up. One for cash and one for Venmo. And then uh, you can, while you're there you can shop UBE and uh, pick up whatever else you want in the store, but this will be while supplies last and uh, we'll do it on a first come, first served basis.
4: Dawson says, "What's up, my guys?" Speaking of my guy, my guy, my guy, my guy. Coming up Tuesday at one o'clock, we'll uh, we'll go live on Facebook and YouTube and talk to Rajay Harris. He'll join us on the show, oh my and we will air that uh, on our show on Tuesday as well. So, my looking guy. forward to catching up with my guy, uh, Rajay, who I got to ask him about the dance moves last week. Looked a little stiff to me out there, but uh, it was great to see the uh, the football players dancing uh, with the dance team the previous game. Yesterday, Pirates get down thirteen to five, and then it was all East Carolina from there as they went in basketball. So we got to get to that at some point on the show. But Chandler, can we hear a little bit from Parker Bird? On Friday night, do you have that ready to go for us? All right, let's hear Parker from Friday. We talked about it yesterday, what it would be like, so how was
7: it? I mean, chill bumps, man. It's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, this crowd, these fans, these people, my family, my teammates, coaches, I really cannot be more thankful and blessed to be an opportunity I am today. I mean, people believing in me, just, I mean, it's unreal. I really can't put it into words. It's, It's phenomenal.
1: I know, this has been like a dream, something you've been working for. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you're up at the plate, like, are you wanting to swing and everything? Or, I mean, how would
7: you kind of approach that? Uh, I was looking for a fastball, and I, they spun the first one, but it's fine. And uh, and then I just didn't really get much more to hit. But, I mean, I was, I was ready to hit the ball. But uh, you get what you can, and, I mean, I was just able to take the balls and get, get a quab and get a first base. So. When
2: you think about all you've gone through, man, I mean, just to get up there tonight... Does that go through your head when you you
7: know, or right, you have not have. a um, I think it's, it's definitely went through after the bat. Um, I mean, it's just, I man, a great story. But, I mean, it's just really the people along the way that's really helped. I mean, God above, he's just been looking over me the whole time. And I just really can't be more blessed to be an opportunity I am today.
4: There's Parker Bird. Uh, all the post-game videos av- available for you at Pirate Radio TV from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and LRB it was, uh, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but it it felt almost too easy for the Pirates this weekend. It was three,
6: like, walks in the park. (laughs) 30-2 outscore. I mean, it was like, if you could, I was just talking with somebody in the office. I was like, if you could chart out an opening weekend where you could, I mean, weather was pretty decent for the most part for a February weekend uh, for opening series. Uh, I mean, cold if you wanted it to be, but uh, bundle up and stay as long as you can. But, I mean, a game where the Pirates were able to do a lot of things and uh, you never were worried about no. the outcome of any of the games and it was just kind of one of those moments where you just hey look that's a great way to open it now we do know the work is going to get tough this week and i think that's where uh, we'll, we'll lear- learn a lot more about this ECU baseball team th- we were, t- tuesday through and then this weekend
5: we were just talking about parker bird programming alert for the holton ayler show coming up this week their guest is parker bird
6: thursday at noon the
4: show will drop and uh, you can hear that wherever you get your podcast or right there on pirate radio tv we'll air it on the airwaves coming up thursday six o'clock right here on pirate radio congratulations to jc jacob jenkins coward the american conference player of the week as uh he had a tremendous weekend as did a bunch of pirates uh pirates played some long ball yesterday with uh the star man jacob starling hitting a couple this weekend cam Claunch, launch didn't take him long to get going as he started uh, yesterday, uh, let's hear a little bit of Cliff Godwin-Chandler. Do we have that as he talked about wrapping up the uh, the series and the sweep over Ryder on Sunday?
3: That's awesome. Uh, you know, I thought our guys were ready to play today. I thought Jake gave us a quality start. Uh, he knows this. You know, I thought he was behind some guys early, which kind of created his own jams. But J-Dub throwing the guy out on a hit and run was huge in that first inning. But to go five innings, not give up any runs was special. And then I thought the bullpen was awesome as
6: well
4: wow shout out to the pirate radio tech team our microphones really take away the music playing in the background mm-hmm. uh i'm very and, impressed by and that
6: shout out to uh team pirate radio for just coverage all weekend of content uh on our social media and uh, being able to watch all these uh on uh, x Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, uh, where you can get all the post games. So, uh, just a tremendous job by our team uh, with coverage, uh, like we do for every sport.
4: And uh, Cliff also talked about Cam Clanch getting the start on Sunday, Clanch at first, Cunningham in the outfield.
6: Yeah, I
3: mean, I kind of had you know made up my mind going into last night that he was going to start at first base and we'll put Carter out there just because you know he came in off the bench, had two really good at bats on Friday night. He shows up every day. He's a great team guy. Um, I said this to Coach O as well. Quant and I probably have more similar careers than any player that's ever been in our program, where I was never an everyday player until my last year. And, you know, he's still fighting to do that, but he's been totally selfless. And, man, every time he does something good, I'm so proud of him.
4: All right, uh, there is Cliff Godwin, Pirate Sweep. A tough test tomorrow, Campbell Fighting Camels on the road at Bowie's Creek. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer, voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, coming up on Tuesday to preview that one. Uh, Chon and Zach will be heading to Bowie's Creek, so we'll check in uh, with you guys at some point uh, tomorrow. We'll still have uh, our intern games. I've got one planned for Alex and Delaney that Zach will be included on. So uh, we'll still we'll have that fun coming up on tomorrow's show. At, you mentioned the Pirate Radio crew: Zach uh, Delaney, Alex, uh, of course, Jenny, Big Dog. Um, great pictures over the weekend. I love looking at those. I saw some former Pirates, including Garrett Sailor, former EC Ridey. and Garrett will join us in the Pirate Radio studios coming up on uh, Wednesday, nice. I believe. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of baseball talk for you this week. Some basketball talk as well as, uh, man, when you're winning, it's
6: great, LRB. It's just so much to talk about. I mean, <laughs> it's like, this, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I'm so it's, positive right I'm, now. My brain is moving in a lot of different directions of all the things we have to promote, all the uh, great things that are happening uh, with ECU Athletics right now of uh, just winning, 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 hopefully a, another great week uh, on the field as well. As well.
4: Uh, Eric says, um, off topic, I just saw the final score of the NBA All-Star Game. They were three points shy of a combined 400 points. What a joke. So I saw a lot. I see this every year. I see a lot of complaining about it. My question is, like, why? And it sounds like Eric didn't watch it, but like, why does it bother him? Why why do y'all continue to watch this if
6: you don't like it? I I just don't get it. Or why would you complain about something you didn't watch?
4: I don't, I didn't watch one second of it because I know exactly what it's going to be. Um, so, I don't know. That, that just bugs me. When it's like you're complaining to complain about something that well, you don't care about.
6: Well, let's get off the complain train and, and one more win for the Pirate <laughs> Nation. How about Blake Prohl? Won a ticket to uh, Hollywood on American Idol. I didn't get a chance to did watch. Did not watch that either. I did not get a chance to watch it, but will it entice you now that Blake Prohl is on the American Idol? On Sunday night's clip, you don't have Sunday night football to watch. Will you be watching Blake Prohl and Sunday night singing? No. Mm. If he, he kind of inches his way towards the, the final few episodes. And I'm into
4: a lot of competition reality shows. I like Survivor. I like my big brother. I like my Top Chef, my Hell's Kitchen. But sing, I don't know. I I'll, I might give it a spin and you, see what
6: happens. I mean, you've done some great singing around here at Pirate Radio. You, you don't want to get on the Blake train and watch American Idol on Sundays? I like bad
4: singing. I don't know if I necessarily like good singing. I don't know. You've had some good one-hit wonders here. <laughs> the Jeff Lebo collection still out the, there somewhere. The Lebo
6: collection <laughs> was, was always a classic. That's in the vault right now. I don't know if we re-released that. But you've had a few others. you got a few other good uh, singers that you, that you mock and sound pretty good like.
4: I mean, congratulations to Blake. I, I think I've said this, but if Katy Perry said anything nice to me and looked me in the eyes and said something, I'd— I'd probably faint.
6: If Katy Perry said, "If you'll just take my coaching, I can," help I'd say, you. "Where do
4: we go? <laughs> Let's coach." Let me talk, call
6: my wife real would quick. You, but... would, you, would you roll into the Jeff Lebo song real quick?
4: I would, uh, Lebo. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
6: whoa. What song would you pick to impress Katy Perry? She zoomed in right now and said, "Clip, you got uh, you got 30 seconds to impress me, and, if, and then I'll figure out if, if I want to coach you or not."
5: Um, Probably our Bryce Williams intro.
6: <laughs> 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 I
8: saw the light. I don't oh, know. See, see, now ch- trying out some, to make it a duo. Uh,
4: bring out some Rocket Man. If they did American Idol duos, I'd feel comfortable going with Sean. You would? Yeah, me and Sean. What
6: yeah. would What would Rocket Man sound like?
4: LRB, I'm not going to give that away for free. What? Yeah.
6: It's not for free. It's just us hanging out. Alex wants <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? Would
4: A uh, Rocket Man. <laughs>
5: am i in katie if you take my coaching we'll have you in the bottom ten <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh i might uh i don't know i, I think i could see myself consuming blake pro american idol in uh viral clips
6: something to watch yeah. something to watch maybe you'll just have to consume that content on our social media
4: kenny says gotta work on getting blake down for Freeboot friday
6: not about it. uh Blake is a scheduled guest coming soon on the Holt Naylor Show. I did talk to Holton about that today. Blake was uh, actually, I think, doing stuff with American Idols this week, which is why I prevented him from uh, being a guest on the program this week. So uh, stay tuned for, for him uh, coming to the Pirate Radio Airwaves and digital platforms soon.
4: Uh, Jamie says, who you got, Clip, Katy Perry or Aubrey Plaza? Mm. Let me get back to you on that. That's a tough one. That's a toughie.
6: Am I the only one that doesn't know who Aubrey Plaza is?
4: Uh maybe. She was on a show called Parks and Rec that was very popular and uh she's been in movies and stuff. Okay. She's uh talented and very funny. Very uh But not a singer. Very good sensor. Not a singer. She okay. is an actress. All right. Um anything else from the weekend? Alex, how was your experience as a pirate radio intern? I had a great
1: time at uh at the baseball game. It was a great environment. I did get a speeding ticket though. This weekend. Oh man! So Where were it's you? It's unfortunate. Um, I was passing the DMV. I don't know. It's <laughs> probably not a good place to do that. No. Mm. Uh, what'd they get you? Like, uh, seventy two and a fifty five. Whoa, buddy! You were getting it, huh? Yeah, I, you know, I don't even. I didn't even really think I was speeding. I wasn't passing <laughs> nobody. I wasn't. No, no, no. But You're you going know, seventy two. You know the you difference. You, you like, obviously passed a police car. <laughs> well they were sitting in the median
4: all right so
6: you passed him going 72 miles an hour
4: (laughs) alex did you say do you know who i am and if so what did you go with either ecu long snap or a power radio intern which one
6: has higher cloud i didn't say either (laughs) if you had to pick one if you could go back and do it all over again which one if you which which card would you play Pirate Radio intern or ECU. I was on a show now. with Mike
1: Hines. Mike Houston's a guest today, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh ECU football.
4: Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm.
6: Question from Mike Houston at five o'clock today, Alex? No. And he I,
4: said he was too not scared to talk. speak.
6: Too scared to speak? You don't want to ask him <laughs> one question? Probably I mean, maybe if something comes to mind, but I don't have anything at the moment. Well work on it. You got till hour three. To, to come up with something. Ask him a, either a tough question or bait him into a good question.
4: Ask him if he can get you out of that speeding ticket.
6: <laughs> yes. That's not a bad idea. He Look at that. He, he might be able how to... How about pull.
4: new? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's was, how the world works. Is it G-
6: Greenville PD or Highway Patrol? I don't know. What do you mean you don't
5: know? Did it say Greenville on the side of the car or was it a state trooper? He didn't see the, the side car. Of the car was behind me. Yeah.
6: I know, but, but what is. about the guy in the uniform? Did he have a gray uniform on or, or like a blue uniform? It was blue. On? So it's was so probably Greenville. Greenville PD. I was about to say, well, you know, Mike Houston has security that walks with him. Maybe he knows the guy that knows the guy that pulled a well, harper. Well, that will doesn't.
1: be my question when he goes on the show. That'll be my question. We, I can't, can, Coach Houston, can you get me out of this speeding ticket? Would well, right. he be well, mad at you huh? for getting a, a ticket? I don't know. I mean, I know I'm not the only person who's gotten a speeding ticket. You need to go reason. get your
6: speeding ticket and, and so you know who it's from, number one. So that would help where he could identify who he needs to work the angle on, whether it's Greenville PD or the State Highway Patrol. And then you could say, hey, maybe, do you know Officer Honeycutt? Do you regret bringing this up on the show
1: right. No. You're good? I okay. think it's good content. What's it? <laughs> I, I, need, I need to, like, learn how to navigate through life. Were you a criminal, <laughs>
6: were you a criminal before this event? I was is this, not. Is this, oh. so, I
1: was not. I have so, nothing on my record. So you wow. had a clean record. A I clean, did. clean record. How does that feel? your parents disappointed? Uh, my mom freaked out a little bit but like shook it over it it's no. fine yeah. I freak I didn't freak out when I got the ticket I freaked out this morning after going to a lawyer's office
4: mm-hmm.
1: honest question it- are lawyers a scam
4: yeah, but it's not but- if you ask a lawyer okay
1: so I went to the to the lawyer and he was like it'll cost x amount of dollars right he's gonna go to court for me yeah and I'm still gonna lose probably and then i'm gonna also have to pay the ticket so why would i not just go to court myself
6: like is there any what, benefit what, are, you, what all? are your other options
4: in terms of what well he's saying he could go to court himself and not have to pay the lawyer and probably and just pay the fine he can, he
6: can probably work it and get it reduced right where you yeah. can't and then okay. your fi- your fine's gonna go down
4: yeah well you like i don't know how it works do you get points or something on and the then license you can they get points on your thing? insurance yeah you insurance
6: <laughs> so i mean with your clean record and being an intern at pirate radio that that <laughs> should that should bode well for you in the community so have you heard
4: of west Hines? I was, <laughs> I was on a live program with west <laughs> mm-hmm. that should get you somewhere
5: do we talk ecu
4: basketball uh a little bit we got a long we got a we got a long show let's take a break we'll come back i want to talk ecu basketball you want to talk
5: basketball absolutely and i also want to talk about rj felton crossing the 1000 point mark
4: all right. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that. Not much. <laughs> I basically just said. It. I know. That was it. Uh, Mr. 1000, Mr. 1K, RJ Felton. Uh, watching the Pirates right now. They are up 24 to 23 on Tulane. It was so good. I got to watch it again. Well,
5: I haven't seen the game. I would love to go in there and watch some of it during the break, too. It's a rewatch party.
6: <laughs> Bring your criminal buddy in here. Y'all can uh, talk about the game. Gee. We are back
4: with you on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only seven ninety nine. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and a drink on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington.
4: Now back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, uh John A Harp, LRB. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live. Young Alex got a speeding ticket. We got a lot of suggestions and um, information and things for you uh, to maybe do in the chat. I'm Um,
1: open to it. Okay.
4: Eric says, go to the courthouse, ask the assistant DA to drop it to improper equipment, and you have cash to pay today. That's all they care about. Give them the green. Your record stays clean. Hmm. Um, You got cash?
1: I can obtain some. 877-CASH-NOW not a sponsor kenny
4: says alex don't ask coach houston about that ticket 15 miles over the speed limit you could lose your license
6: get the lawyer it's technically 17 over
4: pike says call one of the insurance agents All right, let's stop being dramatic call one of the insurance agents to sponsor of the show ask them whether worth hiring it's worth hiring an attorney ed says go to court ask for a prayer for judgment mm-hmm. it will just be court cost you can use that
6: if you have a clean record and haven't used it before that sounds like you a good option prayer for judgment i was just thinking of that and then you read it and uh, that that is a good option for you because you don't get to use that but like once
1: okay is uh, is it c- still considered a clean record if i <laughs> uh, if i uh, <laughs> hang on if i've got out of one because of faulty equipment
4: before so you got out of it does that mean it's not that didn't does happen that mean
1: it's a clean record? because it was faulty equipment well you you, like haven't,
6: used judgment, you so. haven't used your prayer for judgment you haven't right. used your prayer for judgment It's kind of like your get out of jail free card in monopoly yeah. So if you haven't used it yet, I would say you could go for it. But that's from uh, Brock and Ella <laughs> <along>. <laughs> Would you take that advice for what you get?
4: Nick said, uh, agreed, hold on to the prayer for judgment. Mm. Does that... Wait. He, he's saying, he's he, saying don't use the prayer for judgment. He, oh, me. wait. Uh, Eric says, Alex, being a male in your 20s, you might want to save that prayer for judgment for something okay. else. <laughs> right. So if you do i don't know are you a reckless person alex it's No. is this you really just the like first
6: it. time you got caught speeding or are you just are you, oh there's no
4: chance this is the first time he ever sped.
6: like but i mean are you a habitual like i drive as fast as i want no. to because i'm alex harper
4: no i
1: i'm actually terrified of the police and speeding tickets isn't so. ellerby
6: a crazy driver
4: i don't think so glenn can you hear us i don't I would mean, you say ellerby's a crazy
6: driver I'm a pretty, no? pretty, pretty okay. safe driver. My record's pretty clean.
5: I, you know how to operate that pirate radio truck. I know that for a fact.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I get it around town you, pretty. You get safely. it around town, but Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad. Yep. Prayer for judgments can be, not, <clears> but there's also the option of of saving it in case you ever get in a lead foot situation again. A lot, a lot to think about, Alex. But have you already hired an attorney? Uh, no, I just went to the office today. Okay. Well so you got some mm-hmm. options. So I think maybe I think your prayer for judgment could be could be a good play.
4: I'll look into it. Let he's us know not... how
6: it goes. Can we live stream your court appearance? <laughs> can the big court... dog follow you up to the courthouse tomorrow and let you have video that conversation? Tomorrow, day in the life of a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Locked up, Greenville edition. <laughs> Most wanted. Chandler, can we request uh, "Bad Boys"? Bad Boys when uh, for Mike Houston when he's on. Oh, oh, Alex bad Boys. You so know right, what? Alex Harper can. We
4: always talk about this with Tony Dunn on Fridays for the NFL, but also with ECU. We've seen it over the years when there's no football going on like mm-hmm. no spring ball all you do is worry about arrest yeah and who knew it was our very own alex harper that would get in trouble
6: i mean we kind of got the scoop because it was out on the show but uh you know i mean we, we could have put this out on social media this weekend alex that you got <laughs> do you have you a mugshot? Mug yeah. no. <laughs> can we make can we do a mugshot?
4: Uh, uh eric says walk into courtroom like tupac strutting that'd be pretty cool all right, uh, Pirates, winners in baseball, talked about that. Winners in basketball. I have a stat to consider, and I just realized my stat is uh, inaccurate.
6: <laughs> <laughs> then, it's, then it's one we won't consider.
4: The stats to consider. Here's my stat. ECU is 7-6 and six in conference play. That is correct. ECU is 7-0 and oh against teams below them in the standings. That is correct. ECU is 0-6 oh against teams ahead of them in the standings. Technically, zero and five, because North Texas has the same record as East Carolina. So, ECU seven and zero against them, against teams below them in the standings. Zero and five against teams below them. Good grief! Zero and five against teams ahead of them in the standings. And then they are 0-1 against teams with the same record. Basically, Ellerbee, the Pirates are doing a good job of beating the teams they're supposed to beat. The stats stat to, stat to
6: consider. So once we recognize that a team is above us in the standings, we should not play that game. We should, we should defer to wait until we play a team that is below us in the standings. Well, guess who we got
4: next? Rice, who is below us in the standings. Well, we
6: should play that game. That Absolutely. Works. This Saturday, let's play that game.
4: I hadn't forgot about you, Johnny Stats. I think it was you. Do you remember, John, we were going into the UTS game, UTSA game, and he said pirates win their first of four straight coming up this weekend i saw
5: johnny stats over the weekend in the jungle and he reminded me of that and
6: said you know johnny
5: predictions johnny predictions and i was like "Well, it's looking good right now johnny stats
6: johnny stats johnny predictions johnny's got a lot of nicknames or a lot of last names i got the most important question right now is from one to a hundred with a hundred being the best are you gonna do this again how do you feel about this basketball team getting on a run in March and winning the tournament like the ladies did last year? You said you, said not, you weren't going to do this big picture stuff again. No, I'm, I, no it's not a big picture. It's just about how they're playing right now. Do you think they can maintain this in the tournament and win no. four games in a row? No. Okay. They can win a game. They are game to game. So st- you're still game to you don't. You don't feel that they can win four in a row and get punch their Selection Sunday ticket, which would be a dream come true for you. You've said that i mean
4: they can't again i don't like these i don't like these discussions and you said we would never have them again you were completely out
6: i that was i was just asking about the season at this point i'm just looking ahead to the tournament that this team has now won three in a row
4: if they can play four teams in a row below them in the standings in the tournament which could happen they could do it
6: if they get some upsets in the tournament look even
4: when they were losing before this streak i said they were going to win a tournament game so there's one We just got to get three more after that
6: and it's very possible that the tournament could have a lot of upsets in it or do they have to get do they have to win three or four games depends on i guess where they get seated
4: they would play thursday friday when's the champion championship sunday yeah so they have to play thursday friday saturday sunday yeah um look night to night if brandon johnson is gonna score 30 if rj is gonna get hot like he did yesterday they can win uh, that's all it is i I like their chances against rice even though it's on the road this team has proven they can go win road games against teams that they're better than so i am uh, i'm optimistic about that here's what i like this is what i I like if you win against rice you've won four in a row and you get memphis coming to town on a thursday night they just got walloped and i think east carolina might be favored in that game if they beat rice because memphis stinks people think memphis penny hardaway they stink what's they, going on with memphis i think he just got a collection of players together and and can't figure out how to coach them and keep them is to penny buy hardaway in. in trouble i don't know he should be but i don't know if he is um <clears throat> but smu my team is back put up a hundred plus on him uh yesterday in the wind so uh, i'm excited chandler you said you wanted to speak a lot about rj felon's 1000 points
5: i didn't i didn't say a lot what'd you say i just said little, just talk about it all right well go ahead begin the floor is yours he has a thousand career points now <laughs> exactly or over he's he's over a thousand points kind of
6: like uh, alex is over the speed limit <laughs>
5: is he 17 <laughs> points over <laughs> uh, Should <RJ> get along? <laughs> prayer for judgment <laughs>
4: Uh, no, but congratulations to RJ. Absolutely, man! Great pirate. You know, my dad said my dad has not uh, given to any NIL at this point. He said if he were to give, he would give it all to RJ Felton. Oh, I thought you were talking about Alex Harper. No, not Alex <laughs> Harper. Uh, would,
6: would your dad give to Alex's legal bills?
4: <laughs> Probably not. I would
6: you? Know. Would you like? Would you accept money for legal bills if we did a little NIL? Chad, yeah, should Here we start a fund? Why don't we do a little? We'll do a little fund uh, between now and the end of the show today if you'd like to donate to alex harper's uh uh legal funds Please. criminal life.
4: yes eric said hashtag free a harp <laughs> jamie said mugshot shirts would be good mm-hmm. free my boy
8: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag,
4: you free, did the wrong? <laughs> hashtag free
1: intern
6: alex free alex get it trending <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes sir be hilarious. help us out you know give us call in 317-1250 <laughs> You know we we'll, we'll, we want to help this young man out let's free a man that's free we, really, <laughs> we, we don't need nil we need bail
4: <laughs> uh joe says if you ask for a prayer for judgment get caught again for speeding the first ticket becomes a chargeable offense mm-hmm. so yeah you got to use that prayer for judgment wisely uh josh said great weekend for the pirates in general great to see you guys in the jungle minus clip i was not in the jungle but i was in the lovely press box on saturday and sunday and man it felt great to uh to be back there and uh doing a little pa for ecu just uh just this fun day at the ballpark
6: caliber you sound a good clip huh? thank enjoy, you i enjoy it's, hearing you behind the i mic.
4: really enjoy it
6: you, you do you do a good job
4: um and we had the uh the sad news and uh we had the the moment of silence for marvin jarman yesterday and uh reached out to, to rv i talked to scooter yesterday and uh i texted brian weingartz and said Oh, he's hanging in there and uh and brian said uh we had a lot of fun going on the air with you during the covid years uh your show was a bright spot during a dark time and he just pulled up this picture this morning and it's uh marvin and weingartz sitting in a couch in uh, one of the offices Ellerby yeah, here at pirate radio it's a great picture
6: yeah it is and, cool and uh I, I marvin and and, and, of course, Brian and RV, they, they've been down here together on so many times. And uh, Marvin was just one of those people. I mean, I, I don't know anybody that did not know Marvin. And uh, Greenville will not be the same, but uh, it will always be different because of the impact that he had of uh, the kind of person he was. And just, I mean, you just always remember whether it was at Elm Street Park or you, you see Marvin at a restaurant <clears> and just, uh, of course, that – Ball games, ECU or Rose Ball games, or whatever—just, uh, just a true treasure and, and a legend. And, uh, you know, we had uh, the guy on that wrote the book about Marvin, and it's uh, a a, a small, thin book that you can flip through, and it's got just stories on, like, one page about Marvin that all these people told stories about about Marvin Jar. It's like a daily devotional. If you just open it up and go to one page and just read this great story about someone telling about their interactions uh, with Marvin, so hopefully uh, people will get a copy of that and still remember him. But uh, certainly, I I will always remember him, and uh, certainly... Uh, prayers to, to the family and, and the Greenville community that uh, Marvin meant so much to.
4: I will miss seeing him here or at Sheets or at a ball game and him asking about the Braves and having a little Braves discussion with him. That's what he used to always talk to me about. And uh, certainly miss that. Uh, Pike said no clip in 213. That is way false. A, my dad was there and his name is Clip. B, thanks to East Carolina pitching yesterday, I was able to get there for the final five minutes and watch the end of East Carolina and Tulane, and during the last TV timeout, Ellerbe, I moseyed down to the court and said hello to Corey Glore.
6: You did? I did. And just uh, just like that?
4: Uh, pretty similar to that. It was a pretty brief chat because he was in the middle of a broadcast, but uh, I was able to say hello to Corey. Good to see him in Greenville. and you glad said to him? His team, hello. Did you, did you call him to his post-game show? <laughs> I did not. Uh, glad to see his team leave with a butt whooping.
6: Yeah, finally. Is this like the first time we beat Tulane <laughs> in a little bit, maybe? Yeah, we beat
4: Ron Hunter last year. How
5: was Ron Hunter...
4: Ellerbee, uh, you are not a basketball guy. Well, I was just talking about it in general.
5: <laughs> By the time you got to Menjis, how was Ron Hunter's antics on the uh, sideline?
4: Yeah, my dad said he had uh, been pretty hot. And Hunter... Unlike most coaches, Hunter gets more mad at his own team than he does the refs and he will yeah. he will go after his guys. I love that. Uh very animated, but I'm a big Ron Hunter fan. I don't know if the Tulane people are Ron Hunter fans right now cuz no, they've they had a bad not. year. Remember Tulane wasn't Tulane picked 3rd and ECU 4th? Yeah, yes. to start the year. And uh neither one of those teams had their standing, but East Carolina now tied for 6th in the American. <laughs> after the w yesterday Mm
6: -hmm. all right Ellerby, a lot going on a few things to promote before i get out of here this jungle nation t-shirt will be yours if you come to ube starting at 11 o'clock on thursday the team pirate radio will be down there we're raising money for mustache march to uh, help fight als so come down there 20 bucks you can get yours we'll have uh it's a nice soft tri-blend shirt very cool got the powder purple on the black shirt very cool. Also, uh, Tuesday is now Ticket Tuesday brought to you by Toby Williams and Cellular Warehouse. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets each week. Tomorrow, on Tuesday, we will have a pair of tickets to East Carolina UNC for this Sunday. So, if you want to go to the ECU-UNC game that is going to be packed to capacity because the weather is going to be decent, and it's UNC-ECU, listen to this show Tuesday, Pirate Radio Live, thanks to Cellular Warehouse and Toby Williams. And then also, close Cannot wait for hour three when Coach Mike Houston is here. And you can ask about the big arrest over the weekend. I mean, the big incident over the weekend with one of his players, with uh, intern Alex, perhaps. Uh, you know, if he may not even be aware of this. Is he going
4: to get suspended? I wonder
6: if it's gotten to his desk yet that Alex Harper has been... Uh, <laughs> He's been suspended. <laughs> <laughs> ...been, uh, been uh, shaken down by... We're not even sure if it was Greenville Police or, or the... Uh, or uh the State Highway Patrol.
4: On that note, Redbeard says, "I don't mind the rookie got a ticket. The fact he doesn't know who gave him the ticket is what's wrong with the youth today." Wow, Alex, you are what's wrong that
1: with the is youth? So harsh and <laughs> stupid. What <laughs> but, do we mean?
6: <laughs> I don't know. Your hour three is going to be pumping. You know, with uh, Mike Houston, Mike Houston is going to be sitting right here, and you eyeball to eyeball. You know, you're you're gonna have some explaining to do.
1: Okay, back to the ticket thing. Honest, we're, oh, we're honest going to question, <laughs> what difference does it make what color shirt that dude had on?
4: Because that determines who gave you the ticket. Yes, but why does that matter? It's
6: just, are you wanted by Greenville Police, or are you wanted statewide by the Highway <laughs> Patrol?
4: What's <laughs> it a U.S. Marshal?
6: If you don't show up for court or get this attorney to get you out of this, then I mean, I mean Simon time. Yeah, you 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 may be a, a, a fugitive.
5: We're gonna go and Judge Judy. <laughs> Judy, we gotta be in tune. <laughs> All right,
4: uh, great segment. Thanks, celebrity. All right, we'll see you next week. We'll uh, take a break. Come back. More to go. Hour one. Pirate Radio live on a a victory monday speaking of cars going fast daytona 500 coming up at four o'clock be watching that alice can get some inspiration uh back with you prl after this
0: listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drink to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show
1: welcome back do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear Contact them today at UniversitySportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now back to the show. Here's Clip.
4: All right. With a girl named Linda Lou. Linda Lou. Linda Lou. A couple minutes uh, here before we wrap up Hour 1. Brian Bailey joins us Hour 2. I think I've got this queued up at the right spot. Can we play uh, Summer Friday, Sean? got into a discussion so again this is <laughs> counter programming for ecu baseball we're like hey we're not going to talk ecu baseball because if people are interested in ecu baseball they're probably following the baseball game so we got to find something else to talk about wes uh, myself and alex did that hit play and see where we are on this chandler i have an issue with it well, oh this okay. is good they're one of the, li- the lyrics here
2: okay go ahead
4: Bef- towards the end of the song before you came into my life i missed you so bad missed you so bad missed you so so bad that makes zero sense how can you miss someone before they come into your life maybe you're just I, yearning for that okay. person to
1: be in your life before they Do get you, there no, listen,
4: you're missing the
2: feeling but not
4: that person because no, no. you didn't
1: even
2: know that person okay. existed All right, listen <laughs> I, this is the, now. This is going down your down your, um, down your psychi- psychiatry. Um, oh boy! <laughs> I'm excited for this. Okay. <laughs> of all the things that um, somebody can be um, having in their life, they could have COVID. They could have a heart, a heart disease. Oh, what? <laughs> heart. Disease. Where are you going, Wes? You'll find out in a, in, in about um, about 15 seconds. You you can have all of that. (laughs) Two, three. If uh, um, the the worst thing is, is loneliness, Uh, and that is the reason why she um, said that line in that song.
4: Took took, took, only took eleven seconds. Okay, Wes, I get loneliness. I get I get that feeling.
2: Loneliness is worse than um, than COVID. It's a, proven, it's a proven fact.
4: Well, how is that? How is that a proven fact?
2: Okay, that's um, on the latest poll. <laughs> <laughs> Two days ago. <laughs> loneliness loneliness um, is worse than any other... Uh,
4: see who that phone is real quick. Because somebody asked what the number is. I hope it's this person that is calling in. I don't know if it is or not. Did you see this poll, by the way, Alex? I, I did not. No. I
1: wish I received it though. I would have loved to have partaken. We got
4: to take a break. We're way over. But Ellerby's at the game. He's not listening anyway. Wes, where did you see this poll?
2: I heard it on the. I heard it on the radio. What station? Uh, WNAV.
4: Uh, WNAV had a poll. How many people did they poll?
2: It says over, over ten thousand people.
4: And what was the question?
2: The question was. Um, what is, uh, what is the worst thing that you could have, um, that, um, that you can, uh, that you'll uh, probably die with. Okay. And, and loneliness was number one.
4: Ahead of like t- cancer, t- testicle cancer. Yes. Huh? I guess cause the doctors can't treat loneliness, right?
2: Yeah. You uh, you've got to, um. They can, but it's
1: frowned upon.
4: (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. Okay, all right, I got you.
4: I got you there. All right, Wes, saying everything you just said, Mm -hmm. my point stands. Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. You cannot miss something that you don't know exists. Now, the feeling of loneliness I get, if she said, before you came into my life, i was lonely and that sucked and had covid um. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> my point is wes this person wasn't in her life how did she know she missed that person because uh, she missed the feeling of being with that person right okay
2: so um so she may have um, missed the wrong the thank
4: you i think the lyrics are are wrong in this case i get her point to a degree i think you explained it better than anybody could loneliness is worse than covid yes um 12 <laughs> minutes later we have come full circle <laughs> the conversation continues but when we got to cut it there uh just some great stuff from west eric says dr west falchi um is that how you say his name i think it is Fauci. 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 Where'd I get Fauci? Uh Fauci. Well, uh, Jamie says West was in rare form Friday. What does wi- he mean by this? Wishing death on loved ones. That was another clip from the show
5: he wanted a family a loved one to die
4: yeah well former she loved one he should
5: have stayed dead
4: <laughs> we alex Does that is a, yeah. an amazing west impression by the way yeah that's
8: crazy
5: <laughs> that, that, that's good
4: clip tell
1: me uh i'm not allowed to say that on air you're not allowed to say that on air i didn't say it it was my daughter <laughs> but i don't disagree <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my god we got to start sending shirley off on fridays just give her the day off or something so we can get west in she
5: will be fine with that i think
4: name redacted says west has to be a fake character no way it's real yeah, he is as real it's as real. Come. it's the real deal holy uh, fail we got to take a break I, I, I mean there's more clips we could play but we'll, we'll get to brian bailey next on the show. Maybe
5: we'll have time an
4: hour or two to play more West highlights. Please, please,
5: please. Because I missed Friday's show and I heard about how great (laughs) it was with Wes and I want to listen.
4: The paramedics resuscitated a person and Wes was hoping they would fail at their job.
5: What'd you say, Wes? (laughs) Wes, what'd you say? unbelievable.
4: Like, Wes, you can't
1: say (laughs) that. Wes, what'd you say? (laughs) I didn't say it. My daughter said it. (laughs) But I don't disagree.
4: Ah! <laughs> Holy
0: moly.
1: She should have said, she said, stay dead. She should have just stayed dead. Would have been easier for all of us.
4: <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> all right, we're back with you. Hour two, Pirate Alive, after this.
0: to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs. You can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to twenty thousand dollars each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, thank you, A Harp. here. Sean, I send you a text. Oh, you got him?
5: No, no, no. no. I, I got your text. I got your text. I'm gonna call him here sit in a little
4: bit. Like, when do you plan on calling?
5: whenever i do this oh that might be him right there i'm trying to produce this show man it's... <laughs>
4: all right thank you Sean. jamie said if more people knew about west you would get a thousand more subscribers at least eric said i don't know it's a gift and a curse more views of west means a greater chance of him getting canceled quicker and in turn pirate radio getting canceled so i wonder how long it would take for us and west hines to get canceled if uh if we did hit you know a million subscribers i think he could do it in a day i think we can get canceled uh eric said west is like a small bat is like a small batch bourbon only small groups you get to enjoy him seasonally uh enjoy him seasonally yeah that's it's probably right it's probably true all right uh we're gonna head out to the pirate radio live line talk to double b brian bailey here in a moment uh don't forget ticket tuesday coming up on pirate radio we got tickets for ecu and unc will be giving away coming up on tuesday excited about that excited about east carolina and campbell coming up another midweek off by the way for ecu basketball it's the second one in two weeks so pirates will uh get to get ready for rice coming up this weekend we'll talk about that and more right now with bb brian bailey who joins us on the pirate radio live line bailey how you doing man doing well how are you doing great uh, just coming off a great sunday for ecu athletics uh, a really solid weekend and and you talked about it on your show bailey a, a emotional weekend as well with parker bird getting the ab on friday night and then the sad passing of marvin jarman who uh you knew very well for a long long time bailey so it, it, it kind of puts things in perspective that Uh, Um, you've got real life and death things. You've got things that are important, like winning games, but it falls way, way down the scale of what is important and kind of got to see all the emotions, uh, this weekend with those things.
9: Yeah, you really did. And, And two inspirational stories in very different ways with Parker Bird and what he's overcome and what he was able to do with that at bat. And, uh, just, you know, so many people at the stadium getting a chance to see it in person and. I think it's one of those things people will tell their grandchildren about later on. Hey, I was there at Clark Claire the day that Parker bird went to the plate for the very first time. And uh, as I said, it's a new chapter in the story of Parker bird, but not certainly the last chapter. I mean, he's going to write a bunch of them. So uh, that was really neat to see. And then uh, of course, Marvin Jarman passing away, I man, just, uh, just a an icon in Greenville and Eastern North Carolina, the state of North Carolina. I mean, you know, he, he would always be the star, you know, coaches would say, at the East-West uh, game in the coaches' clinic in Greensboro. And everybody knew Marvin. Everybody wanted to shake Marvin's hand, check on him. And uh, it, it's really, really sad. I, I don't think Rosenheim will ever be the same. I don't think, you know, our area will ever be the same. I mean, it's just you, you lose something like that. And, and you know, it, it's it's going to happen eventually. You know, we're all only on this earth for a short time, but uh, really a sad day.
4: Brian Bailey joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. He was uh, on your show, especially uh, the, the hot stove shows you did every year, Bailey, and uh, he's been on this show, the old Live at Five, so uh, he uh, certainly left a an impact uh, here on Pirate Radio. How about the weekend on the field, Bailey? Just uh, talked about it uh, almost too easy. Uh, not a lot of drama when it comes to if ECU was going to be able to win. They were able to get out early. They were able to get some good starting pitching. Bullpen was fantastic all week, and and man one through I, I was out there saturday for the first time we were in the fifth inning bailey and every pirate in the lineup had a hit and and there were different heroes of the week jc maybe the main one because he's given the honors of aac player of the week but that could have gone to starling that could have gone to a number of guys in this pirate offense
9: yeah really offensively the pirates did everything they had to do and they got uh, games two and three got it over quickly and they they got that that nice lead and kind of just coasted from there, winning both those games 7 nothing. But uh, a lot of fun at the ballpark. Uh, weather was a little chilly. I think Saturday may have been the worst with the wind and everything. Sunday was cold, too, though, I thought. Uh, Coach Godwin said he thought Saturday was worse. But uh, that's what you expect this time of the year. we got to remember it's still February. But uh, it's just a great start for the Pirate baseball team. And now they go to Campbell. That's always a difficult trip. And then, of course, the big series with North Carolina coming up uh, this weekend in Chapel Hill,
4: Fayetteville, and Greenville. And, Bailey, uh, Cliff Godwin saying on your show earlier today, Chris Kaler will get the start. He is a transfer, and uh, we'll see if he it, – it seems like Cliff kind of gives those guys the ball and says, get what you can. get Go one inning at a time, right? They're not planning on him throwing seven, but they're not planning on him just throwing one. They're they're basically saying, all right, uh, can you get us one? Good. Go get us another one. And then they'll go from there as far as uh, how many pitchers we see on Tuesday.
9: Yeah, and that's that's what you'll see. I mean, it's one of those situations where uh, Coach kind of said it, it's kind of like a bullpen game. But I think they would love to see you know their starter go four or five if yeah. they can. But uh, he'll he'll go you know as long as he can. And they've got plenty of arms are pretty fresh to to go to tonight. I mean, they really didn't have to tax the bullpen at all. And I think he wanted to give a lot of guys work, which he did.
4: Brian Bailey joining us. I was a little upset that the games were overlapping yesterday, uh, Bailey going into Sunday, but worked out pretty good. East Carolina was able to to kind of cruise through a two-hour and 35, 40-minute game, whatever it was yesterday, and I was able, and I know uh, some folks were able to head on over to Minji's to catch the last five, six minutes of East Carolina Tulane, and how about Mike Schwartz's team winning three in a row? Uh, you said you have had those conversations with them. They've, they've had two times earlier this year where they went for that third straight win in AAC, AAC play and couldn't get it done. Yesterday, they're able to get it done, and uh, in pretty good fashion. That's three straight Double-digit wins in a row for the Pirates.
9: Yeah, and you think back to the history—hard to believe—it's the first time in the American that they've gotten more than six wins in conference. But it just shows you you the—you know—just the problems they've had in basketball in the American Athletic Conference. And for Coach Schwartz in year number two to get past that six number and get to seven, and he's got several opportunities to get more. Uh, So you know, it's a process to turn a program around. And we've seen coaches come and go, and. And never get it done, but it looks like everything is trending in a positive manner for this Pirate basketball team. And uh, I tell you what, Coach Schwartz is one of those guys. Man, he's got blinders on. All he sees is the next opponent and and, and the next opportunity to get a win. And uh, he really coaches up this uh, Pirate basketball team.
4: So uh BB watching a little hoops uh in the Clark LeClaire press box the other day is uh your Wahoos were in action uh, boy typical Virginia game right 49 to 47 they knock off Wake Forest uh and they are in a pretty good spot in the ACC how you know how good and and how far can this team go in March these uh Cavaliers Well I,
9: well, I don't it's hard to tell you know it's a team that that at times really shoots the basketball well, but at times I think they went 0 for 10 at the free throw line in the Wake Forest game at one point. It was awful how, how many free throws that they missed. And you just can't have a team that misses free throws if you're going to be, you know, a championship quality team. Now, So with that, I'm surprised they've won as many games in the ACC as they have. Uh, right now they're in the tournament. I think they could play their way out. They have a very difficult game in Blacksburg. Uh, tonight, but every time I, I I say they have a difficult game, it's like Miami went to Charlottesville. I thought Miami may beat them, and Virginia won sixty to thirty eight. So it's just hard to tell. But they play a they play a brand of basketball a lot of teams don't like, a lot of fans don't like. But as long as they win. That's what
4: counts. One top 25 game uh, tonight, and it is a good one. Number two, Houston hosting number six, Iowa State. So a big one in the Big 12. And Bailey starting to uh, keep an eye on some of these games, these resume games. And as you said, Virginia on the road tonight. And Virginia Tech is a home favorite against the uh the Wahoos tonight uh NC State uh getting uh really a must win on the road at Clemson that one might hurt the Tigers but it helps the Wolfpack and uh these games uh, it's a long schedule it is a grind but once we get to this point in the season boy these games matter a lot
9: Bailey. yeah I watched that Clemson State game especially at the end and uh, State just stole one I mean that, that's basically how it comes down to to it because Clemson was in control most of the way but that was a big win for state and so many of those ACC teams are, you know, very much on the bubble, you know, last four in, last four out, next four out. So they're all right there jumbled together and it'll go into, you know, first couple of weeks of March to see who all makes it to the tournament.
4: And the guy we covered a few years ago, Bailey is with the uh, unanimous number one. UConn the first unanimous number one in the poll this season got all Of the first-place votes, they are one. Houston is two. And Tristan Newton and those guys looking dominant. uh, They hammered Marquette over the weekend. And it is tough to go back-to-back. We'll see what happens. Remember, they weren't that great during the regular season last year but got hot. And I think we could see something similar this year in the NCAA tournament. But uh, right now, Tristan Newton and UConn, number one. I
9: mean, Tristan Newton is playing so well. I mean, he's just not like – He's just not a part of that team. He's a he's an integral part. He's a very important part of that national championship team. And to watch him play in the national championship game last year was so much fun. And I had a chance to watch a couple of his games this year. And it's just, you know, it, it really blows your mind to think that he was a pirate. You know, and he it was it was always very nice to interview, had a smile on his face. I remember he got, in, he got in the doghouse with Coach Dooley one time. And I said something to him about it. And he goes, oh, that's just Coach Dooley. And he smiled again. And so, I mean... He had a good attitude about it, and, and really he's taking advantage of, of getting somewhere else and doing well. Brian Bailey joining
4: us, Pirate Radio Live on Busy week, uh, Bailey. we got, uh we got Daytona about to get going, so I'll have that on coming up. Pirate Baseball on Tuesday. Huge series with North Carolina coming up this weekend, and uh, one in Chapel Hill, one in Fayetteville, and then the finale Sunday in Greenville. Going to be a lot of fun, BB. Yeah, I
9: think the Greenville game on Sunday, Matt's going to be – because you know it's going to be a packed house, and you know it's going to be, you know, depending on how the first two games go, but that's that's going to be just uh, huge. And then, of course, you know, playing down in Fayetteville at the Monterley Park there and in, in Chapel Hill on Friday. So it's a huge series coming up. Also, you've got high school basketball tournament week this week. So uh, some teams are trying to play themselves, you know, in seeding and that kind of thing for the state tournament. So
4: that, that's part of a big week as well. A lot going on. Great time of the sports year. Bailey, thanks for joining us. If you missed an hour with Cliff Godwin, you can check it out 6 o'clock on these airwaves. You can watch it right now on YouTube or download it where you get your podcast. As, uh, Cliff was in a good mood today, Bailey, so that was good to see. Yes, he was. That's what three wins will get you. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Bailey. Thanks, man. Hi, right, man. Take care. There is Brian Bailey joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. I uh, saw an NFL nugget. Chandler. Mike, mike davis has retired after eight seasons with six teams
5: panther great i had his and b- i remember him during that east carolina game uh south yep yeah
4: Just was he ran the one the, that led the, the
5: clock ran, ran the ball for nine minutes
4: that was tough jeff yep. um had his best year in uh carolina had 642 y- 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 yeah. Yards, yeah. six rushing touchdowns also that year had 59 catches what was uh this uh McCaffrey injury year 2020 yeah probably um uh, so had a good year with the uh Panthers in 2020 but announces his uh retirement
5: today congratulations Mike Davis
4: you'll never forget him will you
5: never ever
4: said as i turn 31 today i sit back and look on my nfl career and how thankful i am to be a part of a brotherhood this game has allowed me to make a lot of friends and memories i'm grateful for every organization in the nfl with that being said god's i'm retiring plan. and threw up the piece god's plan hey good for him entering man during the transfer portal. <laughs> i'm entering the ufl we need a big nfl star to go to the ufl
5: it started like a trend
4: yeah that'd be cool i'm uh holton aylor's heading out on friday for renegades camp so uh we'll keep he'll uh you know continue to do the whole naylor show so we'll kind of get a a blow-by-blow update on what's going on uh, with holton in his pro football career
5: yep and coming up this week uh, if you didn't hear it earlier parker bird will be the guest on the holt naylor show coming up thursday at noon
4: all right the rock is on fox talking about the ufl kicking off on march 30th on fox as he's involved in a lot of stuff right now wrestlemania the ufl
5: he's a busy man just those two things he's hanging out in our podcast room in the back
4: that is right he's scares everywhere
5: me every time i look in there
4: uh let's take a break we'll come back and hit our fleet feet rundown here on a monday i guess about to get underway at daytona it's one of those things starts at four and actually begins at 5 20 but uh we'll keep following that as well we're pulling for martin truex jr today guys and why is that because i Because Alex sped up to Virginia for me and got in a plus 1860, something like that, bet. So if Martin Truex Jr. wins, we are eating good in the neighborhood. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home. Or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open seven days a week with live music every night with the best lineup of full bands on the weekends. The best part is that ladies get in free. Sunday Fun Day is still rolling with free pizza with Cornhole Board Tournament starting at three. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the music lineups and we will see you at The Bug. Now back into PRL, here's Cliff. Come to
9: The bar. Come to The Bug.
4: Thank you, Alex, Chon, Zach. Uh, Zach, you want to roll in here, man? I'm kind of lonely. Zach or Alex. Alex, you want to come in? Somebody come in here. Oh. Somebody yeah, come. you got it, you got it. Somebody come <laughs> hang out with me. Um, Jamie's asking, does Alex or Zach know who Chris Berman is? He's curious at, at that age level. You know who Chris Berman is?
1: Is that the sports guy?
4: No. The wh- yeah. Hey, cut. Yeah, Go yeah, yeah.
1: All the way.
4: You know Chris Berman's Zach Uh I know of that clip. Can you uh lower your chair? I'm yeah. a little self conscious. I, I don't I, like you being above me. As soon as I sat down, oh I was the clip of high.
1: him <laughs> uh the clip of him freaking out oh, yeah. with the Monday night football cast. Yeah. That's hilarious. That is
4: funny. So uh gather around, young people. Let me tell you about Chris Berman. Back in my day, we didn't have Sunday ticket. We got two games. And at some point in my childhood the night game, the Sunday night game I remember when it was was on TNT back in the day but um, we would have to find out what happened with games by watching NFL primetime on Sunday nights with Chris Berman, Tom Jackson and it was awesome and sometimes if I had usually I, I would watch my team and then the stupid Panthers came along and Washington got kicked off of Fox but if i had something to do on sunday uh, and i was unaware of what happened because we didn't have cell phones with there were computers in our hands i know yep. this is all foreign to you. oh me. yeah i remember i would come home i would avoid looking at my dad because he would kind of spoil what happened in the washington game and i would immediately go to my room and watch primetime to see if washington won the game and when it was uh those are fun childhood memories, but now
1: cool story, Grandpa. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so you kind of know who Chris Berman is, kind of. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess it's made it's made obsolete now because you just know everything that's happening at all times with your favorite sports team,
7: and you can watch eight games at once. Yeah,
4: man. I remember when the ticket came out. That was that was mind blowing. <laughs> like, is anything even mind blowing in technology anymore? Mm, This is part of our Fleet Feet rundown. The Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, Glenn was telling me about that thing and was showing me. So can you really, like, you put on these goggles and you're looking around your living room and you've got, like, a fake TV on the wall and you control what's on there? It's like
7: having computer tabs open on a headset.
4: Yeah, I don't
7: like that. I don't like it, but it's interesting.
4: Cause you know, it's like the future is going to be people walking around with those or driving with them. Yeah, people are getting into wrecks. Mm. Yeah, self-driving cars freak me out. <laughs> Anybody else? I'm a, I mean, not continue. My bad. It's, it's freaky for sure. You're not even like hand on the wheel. You're just letting it's your car. It's basically get... a robot at that point. Th- does that not scare y'all? I wouldn't trust it myself. Exactly. Clip. My mind is
1: completely blown. I didn't want to out myself, but I'm gonna. You asked, is there, is there any technology that blows our mind? Almost everything that is operable, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 hear me out. Like, Bluetooth? <laughs> how, does, <laughs>
7: how does it work? What are we doing? Well, Bluetooth is a good question, though. How does Bluetooth work?
1: That's not real. Uh, <laughs> Like, cameras, bro? You're telling me, like, how does it know when to, like, I get there's lenses and stuff. Yeah. You click a button and it just like remembers what the lenses saw at that point. I'm with you, man. How? I, I am with you. How
4: does it do that? You're talking into that thing right there. It's going inside people's vehicles. Yes. How? How? <laughs> how, that how? What in the world?
1: I barely understand vehicles, but we're not gonna get there. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right yeah the horse and buggy was about the last thing you could figure out as far as transportation even the, how do you train a horse to do that <laughs> <laughs> i mean all great questions man i like the way your mind thinks you have an inquisitive nature about you thank alex. You. i like that uh let's get to i really hope coach Houston has not listened to the first two hours of alex the i really want to get your thoughts on the afterlife what's going oh, on lord or deep space d- bro space stop
7: dude you're telling just, me just stop just you're stop. telling
1: me it goes on forever
7: <laughs> actually it doesn't <laughs> oh okay. but it's expanding Where does it end? it's expanding
1: it forever but it's, expanding expanding into what how is it expanding that we don't know but also never in bro what are we doing
4: yeah it does hurt your head when you start to think about these things true that's just why i, I follow sports and <laughs> sports very easy. inconsequential things to my my little pea brain uh jamie said (laughs) obviously alex doesn't understand speedometers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how does it work how does that dial go to like 45 and 50 get out of here what are
1: we what are we doing all joking aside how does it really know how fast i'm going (laughs) Like, has it really no uh,
4: i think it's just a rough estimate. i think
1: it's yeah that's what i'm saying
4: there's like a little tiny mouse in there running on a treadmill anyway fleet yeah. feet rundown brought to you by fleet feet bro how does shoes even work man <laughs> i mean shoes come on now bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the ten- technology they got at fleet feet the 3d foot scanner they're looking inside your foot. <laughs> That's great do that. Now that is nuts. And uh they will get you in the right shoe. Uh 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Chris Lunyon, ECU alum, owner operator of Fleet Feet here locally, and always something going on including every Monday the Emporium Pub Run 615. No need to sign up, show up, run, hang out. Easy peasy. All right, Fleet Feet rundown for the topics that says clip didn't tell me that is actually false that's alex trying to be funny guy i did tell you something actually hey, we got a funny with... guy over here you
1: told me a single thing
4: and then was like i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> well look i think here, yeah. it's a great time for you interns to step up figure it out zach did he came up with ecu update boom what are y'all good. bring i mean good for him what are y'all bring... <laughs> what are y'all bringing to the table uh great impressions of wes steve said i'm still trying to figure out how radio works i used to think bands were in stations playing live wait you mean to tell me every time we hit a song that band's not currently playing that song
7: so my journey's not right there
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man my it's a mind-blowing monday edition of pirate radio live uh ecu update Zach, as an ECU aholic an ECU super fan. super fan, great weekend,
7: amazing
4: weekend for Pirate Athletics. What was the highlight? The highlight of the
7: weekend, it's got to be the basketball game.
4: I like where your head's at. Or
7: Parker Bird getting at an at bat—that is, of course, a great thing.
4: So, how did you spend your uh,
7: Sunday? Uh, I spent about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour at the baseball game, and then ran over five minutes before tip-off to the basketball game spent the rest of
4: it there it was not a great crowd by any means but when i walked in with five minutes left i was a little surprised at the the side that i'm on the upper deck looked like it had a pretty good crowd in it
7: the upper decks were pretty full it does have to do with the pirate junior dancers though
4: bring them on every
7: game most of them were parents, and a lot not even actually not that many left at halftime after they danced they stayed good it was a crowd of 4,700. One of our one of our like top five this year
4: and a uh, pretty good balance score. Bobby P. had a good game yesterday, yeah. Cam Hayes, but uh, you got B.J. and R.J. going, and, and that's what this team needs to win, obviously.
7: You weren't there, but Pinedo had his best outing of the season.
4: Saw him hit a couple of free throws. Did you see his fumbled layup? I saw him miss a layup. He had
7: a transition layup that was a gimme, and I don't think he oh, yeah. had a lane that wide open, and he stumbled over his own feet. Did see that. It was funny.
4: Yeah. We can laugh since they won. We can. Um, but uh, what, what do you— what do you think about this team heading to Rice? I mean, they got something going here.
7: They do. We, I mean, this, I think it's going to be special to see where we can go with these last few games. We have a Rice game that we can win and probably should. We have Memphis at home with knowing Memphis this year. Having them at home is a great thing.
4: Do you agree that if ECU beats Rice, we could be favored in that Memphis game? Yeah. The way they're playing? But I don't want to be. I don't either. I'm with you. I know Alex doesn't either. We don't like the Pirates being favored. Nope.
7: Heck no, man. We're a dog. I don't know how we we're fair against USF, seeing how they're playing right
4: now. Yeah, that was because crazy. I called them. A, they were a fraud at the time, you and did. now they're not.
7: They, I don't think they were ever frauds. They're on a 11 game win streak.
4: <laughs> okay, maybe they weren't frauds. Oh yeah, so they were what four in a row coming in here? Uh, five in was a row? Like
7: five or six? Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, they are not fraudulent at all. I do think though that tournament, the AAC tournament, is going to be wide open. Especially oh, look yeah. at the teams ahead of East Carolina. I don't know if we can put ourselves into that category. Like we could win it, sure, yeah. but like a legitimate chance to win. Obviously, FAU. You got to say USF the way they're playing. You got to say Charlotte. Although Corey Glore did point out USF and Charlotte um, have played easier schedules than some. Uh, my team is still in the mix. SMU. I think yeah. they could easily win it in Texas for a while. After they played us, they didn't look that great. i know they they had a terrible loss at wichita state now they've won six in a row and they put a hundred spot on memphis yesterday i think they're the uh the betting favorite for me oh yeah in uh in fort worth not a bad pick i I don't know about uab that's another one where east carolina had those guys towards the end of that game right there neck and neck in fact that's the game where we led for like 32 minutes or something right yeah pretty much all of it yeah so we can play with anybody i mean the thing with charlotte we were within
7: two for the whole first 35 minutes and then the last five minutes went terrible fau said we were up big in that one and then last five minutes
4: the only wall-to-wall losses have been smu and south florida right
7: yeah because south florida would have been
4: next south florida was up 11 nothing or whatever yeah
7: and we still lost by 11 but If not for the beginning of the game, it was neck and neck.
4: Yeah, but, I mean, they they got up. They led throughout. Same with SMU. Yeah. Everything else has been there for the taking for oh, East yeah. Carolina. Uh, so, uh, I'm excited. Uh, see what they can do on the road. And then Memphis at home coming off a four-game win streak, that yeah. should get some butts in seats. It should. Memphis. and I, And hopefully – a decent showing down the stretch and we can get some butts in seats for the uh the charlotte rematch because i really want that one
7: do we have baseball that same day i think we do
4: let's see what we got
7: that's gonna be a tough one if there's baseball the same day so
4: charlotte goes to east carolina on the 9th of march
7: we are racing in daytona
4: and i look at the baseball schedule coming up the 9th of march we are on the road oh, okay. at Liberty. Freeze us up a little bit. That's better. Everybody get your tail to No end excuses. It. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. We got Joey Logano <sighs> and Michael McDowell at front. Who's uh, Who you got to win this one? Oh, Lord. I did not look at it. Do you uh, watch NASCAR? A little bit.
7: I got a, My best friend from back home loves NASCAR. He's a big Logano guy.
4: Alex, don't forget. Tomorrow, you're going to ask your nascar for dummies nascar 101 questions for mac mccarthy
1: coach mac is in during hour one right
4: correct so i will not be okay fair enough i will pass yep. those questions along for you delaney yeah. will ask her
7: nascar questions
4: <laughs> there you i go. think that'll be more entertaining that
7: will be much more entertaining
4: oh so is it ladies day for for the first hour for the first hour Mm-hmm. mac and i with shirley and delaney <laughs> all right sounds good all right um What's next on the rundown, guys? By the way, we should update uh, two straight women's losses.
7: Yeah, yeah, and it was a rough choke loss, I guess you would call it.
4: Blew a big lead, double digit lead in the loss to Memphis. Yeah. So hopefully they can get it back together. Look, they they can make a run in the uh, conference tournament, just like they did last year. That's but what matters that seating uh, going to hurt after these last two losses that they had. And uh, great week for Pirate Baseball. Once again, Jacob Jenkins-Coward, the uh, player of the week in the AAC after his performance.
5: How about that home run he had over the scoreboard? I mean, that Big was just demolished. It was as, soon as, as soon as it came off the bat, I was like, oh my goodness gracious, where is this going to land?
4: So I guess he hit two. He had that moonshot. He also hit one. And usually his home runs are the high majestic ones. We've talked about that with him. His His exit velocity he says isn't that impressive because he hits those big looping you know home runs but he hit one more on a line yeah. as well yeah, his first one yeah how about a clonch launch that was clonch, so that clonch launch was
7: beautiful he got all of
5: that there's been several of his home runs in his career here where it looks like he gets cuffed inside but he's able to get the bat around and finds a way to get it out of the ballpark it's like if you go and look at maybe ecu baseball on, on x the video of him hitting that home run it's like he literally just he gets his hands so close inside and um actually cliff godwin today on the brian bailey show said that he did a good job of getting his hands inside because if you go around on the baseball it's going to go foul but he was able to get his hands inside uh stay square and got it out of the ballpark for his first home run of the year
4: Uh, i want to talk about some pitching let's take a break we'll come back continue on our fleet feet rundown and wrap up our number two mike houston you're going to join us hour three here in the Pirate Radio studios. We got more to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now back into PRL, here's your host, Cliff Brock.
4: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We got a wreck in Daytona reading a Jeff Gluck tweet. Oh, here we go. Involved in the wreck. I don't see Martin Truex, so that's a good thing. Austin Dillon, Jimmy Johnson was involved, John Hunter Nemechek, and uh a few others, Harrison Burton. So, uh one wreck. I wonder what the over under for wrecks was in today's Daytona. We always get like 3 at the end and a few uh, along the way uh kenny said he saw zach jumping up and down on the tv of course he did that's what he does jamie says the ecu defense has been pumped up they have figured it out especially three-point defense a lot of teams out there that don't figure out figure it out uh tulane was red hot the first five minutes of that game
7: they were they we were talking about it in the student section. we're like i'm pretty sure they're like seven for seven right now and we were just like will they miss please
4: 13 to 5. And then after that, East Carolina pretty much dominated the game. Uh, Joey says, Clip looking like a snack in the all black. Thank you, Joey.
7: Joey's feeling flirtatious today.
4: Coming. uh, (laughs) uh, Good to see you in the chat, Joey. Jamie says, uh, these guys can beat Clips over for home runs off to a great start. Yeah. uh, Pirates hitting the long ball. They were singling uh, Ryder to death on Friday. Yeah, the whole first inning, which was awesome to see. Kenny says Starman smoked one. That he did. He had a fantastic weekend as well. Star bomb. Uh, Pitching-wise, I did not get to well, – I watched some on TV on Friday. It was not at the uh, ballpark. But Trey is savage. Uh, any thoughts on his first performance?
7: He's dealing like always. Better, <laughs> better than ever probably. it was He was eating them up.
4: Trey is savage. Uh, off to a solid start to his season. He went four innings. Uh, struck out eight in those four innings. Pitch count was at 78. So you want to see the numbers a little higher, or innings a little higher there. But one yeah. hit uh, came on a home run. In fact, they only had two hits all day, and they were both solo home runs. By the same guy. By the same guy. And he's a freshman. Uh, uh, so future pirate right
7: there is what I'm hearing.
4: And I read that he was on Bryant's team, that he didn't play, but they came in here and swept D.C. Oh. So something about those old Bryant guys. Oh, On uh, Saturday... Zach Root got the start, four and two thirds. He allowed three hits, no runs. He struck out seven and had just one walk. And then you had the bullpen come in uh, and go the rest of the way. Jaden Winter, Eric Ritchie, and Drew Bryan, and did not allow a run, allow two hits in relief, did the Pirates. Sunday could have turned ugly. Because Jake Hunter walked two of the first three batters he faced. He did. Shout out to Justin Wilcoxon for throwing a guy out and for Jake finding his stuff because after that, he was dominant. There was some very quick innings uh, very. on uh, on Sunday. Jake Hunter goes five, allowed one hit. It was a 10-foot hit, infield single. Mm-hmm. That was the only hit he allowed. Six strikeouts, one thing he'll want to work on is the three walks. Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman came in throwing just some sick stuff did walk a guy did hit a guy but had five strikeouts in two innings so yeah. uh he went to work on sunday we got to see Corey costello's debut and our guy danny bill three batters three lazy flyouts, so db threw an inning on sunday and uh i was very encouraged by what we saw about the pirate pitchers this weekend
7: the bullpen was amazing all around he 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 have a lot of rotation a lot of just people some throws and everybody did their job i liked it
4: uh joey asking do we get anything for uh the pickem or just pride uh just pride I, i didn't even go through our super bowl prop sheets but joey was our winner we were tied to end the regular season and then joey took a commanding lead in postseason so congratulations to you young joey for winning although you're no longer affiliated with pirate radio so i guess that we go to second place and that would be me as the champion what alex is nodding chandler is shaking his head in disgust what's wrong with you chandler you want me to go down the standings and talk about everybody
5: no that's just uh, it's such a clip rock (laughs) thing for you to do i mean it's so clip rock. nah
4: i lost to joey i admit it (laughs) you know i gotta throw in a little you're just
5: joshing man that's yeah, all you're doing I'm just joshing a little I'm bit i'm just joking
4: uh kenny's kenny says maybe pirate radio should sponsor a race car and have alex drive it with his need for speed we did have a
5: pirate radio sticker on a car Mike Houston.
4: he's in the building we did and had a cool die cast of that car with the pirate radio sticker that was that car excuse pardon where's it at uh, the actual car?
5: No, no. no, no. The the little <laughs> The Die cast. Die cast.
4: Uh maybe Ellerby's got one in there. I don't know. Probably that, that was
5: a really cool moment in power Radio history.
4: <laughs> That's the top five <laughs> moments top five. in power Radio History. I the shirt. What shirt? The West shirt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> West is segment <laughs> Friday would be number two. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Are they all West moments? It's gotta, it's gotta be gotta be. Um was it uh Troy and Tony Collins racing in the forty. And Troy got way too much of a head start and beat Tony Collins.
5: Didn't Tony Collins have to kiss his foot one time?
4: Yeah, there were some really weird moments in Pirate Radio times that I don't want to go back on. There will be no foot kissing on this program. I can promise you. I can, I can promise you that that will not be happening. John, any uh, Mike Houston impressions coming up in hour three? No,
5: I haven't done it in a while, and I think I retired it
4: you literally did it earlier in the show no, no, no. i just <laughs> you, brought out a retirement no, scared was, i want to see it no it look, was probably less than an hour ago look, you did. alex
5: harper seems to be a really good impressionist i want to see if he has one
4: alex is not going to talk while mike I, no, he's be I respectfully silent.
5: decline
4: the offer i, I think it's just going to be me and coach houston for hour three <laughs> y'all don't seem to want to chime up much Ah,
5: oh, man, it's just my mike houston's uh, it's just it's, the it's off more of it's a the, it's the off season
4: it's man. more of a caricature like you don't do a real impression no nah. like some guys you do a legit impression of
5: yeah his is more just the hand than
4: <laughs> who's your best impression
5: probably gary Hahn.
4: which you say two words
5: and, and i said let's and go those down two to words tony. are and i said let's get down to tony
4: but what about the two words
5: touchdown state <laughs>
4: that's pretty good Alex, who's your best impression? Got to be West. Is it West right now? It might be (laughs) West, (laughs) Hines. How many impressions do you have?
7: I don't know. I
1: think the number is growing as the years go by.
4: Yeah, makes sense. It does. You do any impressions, though? You do a good uh, British accent. I do accents. That's my main thing. Okay. Give me Australian real quick.
7: That one's hard. I would embarrass myself doing that right now, Rocky
5: (laughs) mate.
4: That's like one of the easiest ones, right? No,
7: because it's... so what do you do then? Well, British is so easy for me that Australia makes it like a. Like it just sounds dumb at that point.
4: So, what other accents do you do? I can
7: do Scottish. That, one, that it's like because it's close to British. Yeah. Um, if I get a little stereotypical, I could probably do Jamaican.
4: Yeah,
1: maybe we we'll stay not away from there. that. We've had Wes Hines has got our stereotypical uh, <laughs> we'll comments. We've got the West quote: field.
4: Johnny Stat said Tulane's leading scorer Forbes lost his mind after the guy carrying the giant no quarter flag bumped into him during the Green Waves team huddle. He
7: was angsty all day. I could not
4: stand him.
7: Who was this? Any the twenty five right. or twenty four? One of the two. They were both complaining about everything, and uh, it was so annoying."
4: I didn't see it. so did you see this? Moment?
7: Uh I didn't see that moment but all game him and 13 13 was crying about everything. And I just don't understand what their problem was. The foul calls were dead
4: even.
5: They were getting their butt whooped. Yeah. yeah. And I their guess so.
4: The coach was yelling at him. <laughs> and they had to go talk to Corey Glore after the game. Ron Hunter was Ron
5: Hunter was <laughs> I funny.
4: Him. I love Ron Hunter. Just as a huge I don't know how good of a coach he is but he's so entertaining.
7: I don't know either, but him and Schwartz shook hands mid game after a bad call on both ends. Like it was a terrible <laughs> call on them and a terrible call out of bounds call for us. And so they were like, What? And just shook hands mid game.
4: They just teamed up against the yeah, refs at that point. Pretty much. It was hilarious. Jamie says Chan's Gruden is A plus.
5: I don't know, man. got to go to the emails, man. <laughs> Just and a like, quarterback, man. It just sounds
4: like you're constipated.
5: <laughs> That's how you got to talk like a man.
4: Chucky, who do you – how would you rank these quarterbacks going into the draft? You got Caleb Williams. You got
5: Caleb Williams, man. You got uh, uh, Drake May. You've got uh, Jaden Daniels, who I think uh, the commanders could get.
4: Was that your rankings? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Are you getting back into coaching?
5: Uh, No comment. <laughs>
4: all right could happen could very well happen in the future all right uh we are back running green flag at daytona
7: blaney is up from
4: 32nd yeah i need uh 36th sorry i need truex to make a little run here he was in the 20s and i guess he's still there uh but this is a long race a race of attrition and you never know who's going to be there at the end of it. Um, Zach, you follow college basketball.
7: I do a good bit, as much as I can. A lot of get, games.
4: Especially the American. You drive to Virginia every now and then. Who have been your favorite teams to uh, bet on this year?
7: Dayton. That's my big one. Love
4: Dayton. Um,
7: there's certain teams that I'll see in those small conferences that I'm like, that one always hits for me.
4: Zach, so I I looked at you as a college basketball guy, and then I asked your question last week about – uh, Tiger Campbell and where he went to school oh and John Collins and where he went I'm new to this okay and and you didn't know him and I was like I thought you were a basketball guy and you're like I follow small conferences I do it's all small schools so not UCLA or wake forest so are you gonna make like a CBI bracket do you fill out a March madness bracket or are those schools I do, I do too a big march for you? madness
7: bracket and you'll probably see um shoot. If Chicago State ever made it, I would have Chicago State national champion. But they're ending their season. They just ended it today against uh, NAIA, Indiana, Northwestern. They're already done. Are they D1? They are. Well, yeah. how is their season over? I don't know, but they're done. They played at 12 o'clock today against Indiana, Northwestern. All
4: right, fair enough.
7: And they'll play their conference tournament in three weeks' time, and then they'll start back, and they'll, they'll lose first round probably. All
4: right. I have no clue what any of that is about. Um. <laughs> Jenny said, at least the coach wore a jacket to fit. Ron is hilarious. Ron is, I think he should do a stand-up routine. He became famous in the NCAA tournament with Georgia State when his son, R.J. Hunter, um, hit some clutch shots to upset Baylor, I believe. Are you familiar with this, Zach? Oh, Lord. How long are we talking? Um, it doesn't sound like I am. Seven years. That's a great question. Time let's see i'm a pretty young guy time here, so. flies when you are old uh eight years ago yeah i was close um was well yeah let's uh, school you on some some ron hunter here as we take a break okay. when we return we're talking pirate football with mike houston if you have a question you can get it in on x facebook or youtube and we will pass it along to coach houston hour three of pirate radio live coming up after this
1: At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Tire Road in Winterville and at carolinacalibercompany.com. Now back into PRL, here's Clip.
4: All right, intern Alex, great read. Uh, You will be heavily critiqued and scrutinized this hour, I would imagine, but uh, off to a great start, young man, I gotta say. Uh, Welcome in, Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live, Chandler Honeycutt, Alex Harper, intern Zach, the big dog Glenn Griffin here, and we are joined by the head football coach of the Pirates, Mike Houston, live in studio. Coach, uh, welcome in, how you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you, and uh, uh, it's been a, a, a hectic off season. We'll dive into all of that, but uh, first of all, uh, what do you think of the? You, you see this guy Alex Long snapping. How's he doing at the radio side of things? Uh,
10: uh, hopefully, he's uh, as good in here as he is on the field. So I mean, he did a pretty good job for snapping last year, but I'm a little uh, I'm a little skeptical of what's going to happen you know in this booth in here
4: <laughs> we shall see so, how he does uh you, this you hour. guys
10: must really trust him
4: we do and and for good reason he has come in and uh and been a great teammate right away and <laughs> uh has done all the right things so we are very very uh, we're big alex harper fans yeah here at pirate uh, radio t- I am too, so. uh, we got some questions rolling in we'll get to those on facebook and youtube throughout our conversations but first of all coach how last season went uh you knew that you had to improve some things and and you went about improving those things this offseason and i just kind of get want to get your take on where we are now compared to maybe where we were that final game of the regular season last year well
10: you know obviously um we've had a lot of change and that's you know it was it was needed and uh and and it was difficult to go through um none of none of the, the the first stuff that uh had to be done uh, was enjoyable at all and it really just that was tough and i don't ever want to go through that again and so uh but i'm very pleased with uh, the way things have turned out today um you know really pleased with our with our coaching staff um you know very pleased with uh the returning players that we have um a veteran group uh, and I'm very pleased with the additions that we've been able to add to that group to make our roster what it is today. And so now it's, you know, they're, they're, heavy, they're heavy at work. Uh, I, I just left the coaching staff over at the office, and, you know, they're preparing for tomorrow morning and, and later this week and starting to prepare for spring practice and, you know, getting, everybody getting on the same page and speaking the same language and uh, doing the same thing with the players.
4: How about the? Do you go to the players when you're making changes like the the offensive coordinator spot with with Donnie Kirkpatrick and bringing in John David Baker and, and talk to the leaders, talk to guys like Rajay, say, here's what we're doing, let's let's buy in and 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 how do those conversations yeah.
10: go? I, I try to be very transparent with the players uh, and just as. I think honesty and and because we do have a strong trusting relationship between our, our staff and our players and so i think anytime you're going through that stuff it's important that uh, they understand you know what we're doing why we're doing it you know what direction we want to go uh and I, I told them you know i, I wanted to you know, go kind of a, a completely different direction offensively. And, and and really, you know, I think in college football now even more, it's, it's, you know, you've got to be able to be explosive offensively. And so, you know, went after a style of play that is going to reflect that kind of uh, – aggressiveness that we want uh in all three phases and uh very pleased with john david baker and i think that uh, as our fans get to know him more and get to to see his you know what his identity is is going to be for our for our offense i think that uh i think it'll really create even more excitement than it has already
4: mike houston joining us inside the pirate radio studios coach uh, the offensive numbers not where you wanted them last year defense was fantastic I, I hate to ask you this way, but are you surprised the whole thing didn't implode? I mean, the, the buy-in of the guys, the the ability to keep the locker room tight when you're losing games like that week in week out that are right there. You, you got a chance to win them. I mean, I, I guess it says a lot about you, the coaching staff, and the players you had that the whole thing didn't fall apart. You know what I'm saying? I think it. I think it says a lot about
10: the character of the of the people in the program, and I'm talking, you know, the players. Uh, the assistant coaches, everyone. And uh, I think that it says just a lot about who they are. And it was tough, I mean, because you're sitting there every week. You know, you, you have a shot to win the ball game in the fourth quarter just about every single week last year, and you weren't able to get it done. You just never could generate enough. Uh, you know to, to, to win the game and uh, but the players you know you, you can look at the the very last game how hard our players competed and played throughout the year and how they stuck together and so I just I, just, I really credit who they are as individuals
4: and it was awesome to hear you know, we talked to Jack Powers a lot now but guys like Jeremy Lewis say hey we're, we're busting our tails for this school for our defense for our entire team it doesn't matter what's going on, on the other side of the ball we take care of what we can and, and everybody just stuck together despite the two wins and coach looking at your resume kind of said it that's the first time you've really gone through something like that so i I know it was tough to you it wasn't fun showing up asking you questions every week i can tell you that and i know you didn't really enjoy answering but you faced them and and had to answer them throughout the season
10: that's well, all you can do yeah. and uh, and yeah, but I don't ever want to go through that ever again for any of us and uh, I think that's that's the what's driving everyone right now is is just you know making sure that we are where we have to where we want to be, where we need to be where we should be uh, as a program as a whole and uh, I think that you know some of the change has breathed you know new life into uh, the people inside of Ward uh, in the building I think it's it's probably breathed some new life into our fan base, too. no doubt. So uh, you know, I've just, I, I just, I'm excited to get started with spring practice.
4: And those things go hand in hand. You're doing all you can to, to make this team better, and at the same time, you're doing all you can to get a, an additional buy-in from the fans. And some of those fans needed it after last year. But I feel like you've done about all you can to get into their good graces here these last few months. So do you think about that?
10: I think about just trying
4: to do my job, yeah, and trying
10: to prepare the pirates to be as as good as they can be but you know when i took this job this is this is this our our program i do think kind of stands out in our in our league because this is not a you know we're not in the middle of downtown houston texas or or you know downtown tampa florida you know it's we're in a community that it is you know grassroots that's 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 who we are as we're blue collar. We're hard workers. That's who our fans are. That's who our, our our school is. It's this is different. This this is one where no one person can do it alone. It takes all of us. And I mean I mean fans, administrators, uh, players, coaches, everybody. And the more unified we can be, the more successful we can be. But I just this is this is a special place. This is not a you know got all the money and and right. and all that and uh, this is a place where you do things by hard work and toughness and doing it together
4: Coach, uh, we were able to talk to some of the new staff members last week, and also catch up with with guys like Blake Harrell, who have been around. Yep. Daryl Roberts, the uh, the one recognizable face on the offensive side, and uh, he hadn't been here long, but was on the staff last year, and then uh, new staff on the offensive side, a young and hungry group, uh, I could say. Yep. Uh, from talking to those guys, but um, how about the the staff you've assembled here on offense? All these guys seem to kind of know what they're doing as far as what you want to do offensively in, in the scheme?
10: Well, you know, I, I I did want to, you know, bring a lot of energy into our program on that side of the ball. And that's, a, you know, obviously Blake has done a great job with that on the defensive side of the ball. And we really, you know, we need to – the whole thing needs to look like that. You know, that's 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 who we say we are. And it's, you know, I told the players, you know, our our, our actions and our words have to match up. And so uh, when I hired uh, John David, and and I went through a a pretty thorough process of of vetting guys and stuff as I was going through the interviews and, you know, started with a a pretty large list. And by the time we got down to the end, I mean, it really was just, you know, this is no doubt the right guy at the right time. Uh, But also one thing I felt strongly about is I, I had to, you can't, bring him in and then ask him to do something and not give him what he feels like he needs to do it. And so whether it's a player or a coach or whatever, you know, really worked very closely with him to make sure that he had the uh, offensive line coach that he wanted, that he had the running backs coach that he wanted. It had to be people that he trusted. Uh, If I'm trusting him, he's got to have assistants that he trusts sitting in that room with him. And then, you know, he, I gave him free range with, you know, hey, you know what style of quarterback uh, you want to run this offense. And so whomever we bring in, they've got to fit your scheme and your style. And so, uh, you know, I feel like we've been able to give him the pieces and the people to execute what he has a vision for.
4: I asked him, uh, John David Baker, what position group is he most excited about right now? And I kind of threw out running backs and tight ends because I know you have a lot of returners there and guys that have played good football for East Carolina. He said the offensive line. I, I was a little surprised to hear that, but he likes what they have there, what they're adding to it, and uh, that is going to be uh, be a key. It always is for every offense, but for this offense, and uh, that was good to hear, Coach, that he likes the pieces he has there.
10: Well, you know, the, the advantage is, you know, the returning group that we have um, – Uh, in that room they all are experienced now so you know you couldn't say that this time last year but as you sit there today all of them have experience and then we've added new pieces to that room that Matt and John David both felt like were what we needed Uh, there's going to be a lot of competition this spring but they are really uh, you know positively encouraged by what they've seen uh, from not only the guys returning uh, but also from the new guys coming in so uh, I think there's a lot of excitement in that room.
4: Uh, of course, a, a premium this offseason as well was improving the quarterback room, and you went yeah. out and did that via the transfer portal and uh, got a returner and a kid, uh, Hodge, coming from the high school ranks. So, Coach, how about that position room right now? And and John David Baker said it is a competition, and he yeah. said if if Cole Hodge is the best guy, he's going to play. If it's <laughs> Raheem Jeter, he'll play. So uh, it sounds like it, it's open right now. Oh, well, no doubt. Yeah.
10: I mean, I mean – I don't care who plays. <laughs> Whoever can put points on the board and get the ball down the field, that's who. That's who needs to play that position because this, this, this offense is going to be a, a big play, explosive offense, and so you you got to have a trigger man. And it, we, it's that was you know something we you know towards the tail end of Holton's career. Obviously, we were very good offensively. Uh, a lot because he had the right guy behind center. And so you're trying to create that same situation now where you have a guy that has total command of the field. And so I can't wait to watch the competition this spring. And And I am a huge Cole Hodge fan. You know, uh, I, I, I love the guys we have here right now this spring Raheem, Jake, Caton. Uh, but Cole Hodge, you know, it, there will be a day when, you know, he's the same kind of guy.
4: I have not uh, spoken with Jay Garcia. I was able to briefly interview Caden Hausner. First thing that stood out to me just, just sounds mature, and he knows, he just gets it, it sounds like. Right. He he understands what this is all about. Uh, sounds like he is ready to, to play and win, and uh, has that been kind of seen in the locker room throughout this team in his short time here, Coach? No doubt.
10: I mean, he he obviously came here, um, you know, with a goal uh, and, a, and a plan, and he he's not naive enough to think that uh, there aren't a lot of things that go along with that that he has to do behind the scenes. Uh, but I think the one thing you can say about both Caten and Jake is both of them are very confident, both of them are talented, uh, and both of them have been in pressure situations. Uh, and, you know, Caten last year, I mean, that, that's a tough, situation he was in all year last year and you watched some of his games and you know, he really put up some solid numbers at times last year And so now you have a guy that's been through that fire it is going to be great to see the competition between these two this spring
4: yeah that's a good point we talked about the adversity uh that the michigan state spartans faced last year so he's been through it he's seen it and uh came out better on the other side coach uh, speaking of transfers robert is asking is there a transfer to that have impressed you the most at this early stage anybody that's kind of stood out to you so far, I mean,
10: there's several uh, on both sides of the ball, but you know, one that just has flashed for me that I think is going to become a leader for us is Winston Wright. And uh, you know, this this is a guy that was all Big Twelve at West Virginia. I had an injury at Florida State. Uh, you know, was was in the mix at Florida State, but you know, he had guys ahead of him. You know, he comes in here and he is a very driven young man uh, and a. a great competitor and worker we've seen that already i mean we finished up we had sprints at the end of matt drills last uh last thursday and and you looked and like he and rajay and javius and uh chase i mean they they're they're all right there side by side challenging each other uh is really you know enjoyable to watch and see the way they were competing uh after an hour of going through you know pretty intense uh drills
4: you mentioned Chase there. we am kind of looking for a guy to step up, be a playmaker for the team last year, and at times it was uh, Chase so well and what he was able to do. How excited are you about his future here at East Carolina?
10: Very. I mean, I think now, uh, he, just like we talked about with the offensive line, now all of a sudden he is experienced. You know, he has been in the big big ball games, big moments, uh, and that experience, he, he is going to be a much better version of – Chase so well this fall compared to last fall just because of that. Now, you know, the big challenge for him right now is is this off season is really developing his body and preparing, you know, to, to be able to be the guy that can, you know, every every play, every game all throughout the year, be a guy for us on that side of the ball.
4: Mike Houston joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. If you got a question, you can get it in Facebook and YouTube. We'll pass that along to Coach Uh, Rajay Harris is going to join us coming up on Tuesday's show. We'll talk more about the personnel, the uh, spring schedule coming up, and more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. They're running the Daytona 500 right now on the Buccaneer Music Hall leaderboard presented by DaBuck. DaBuck. Uh, there was just a big pit, but Michael McDowell in first, followed by Denny Hamlin uh, as they run it here on a Monday in Daytona. We are back with more Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or visit QualityEquip.com to find the location. Near you. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Coach, we've got a lot of special teams experience in that booth right now. We've got a former (laughs) high school long snapper and Chandler Honeycutt current d1 long snapper so if you need some help with special teams while you're you're looking for a coach we could send uh chandler out there Yeah, no doubt. And, and of course I alex, got you, coach. alex yeah. can run things too right i'm
1: not qualified
4: <laughs> i don't want to pretend to be uh man uh congratulations to coach doust uh tim Doust yeah. as, as he uh, moves on to Pitt. but that uh makes an opening here at east carolina so how's that surge going for you right now coach
10: it's going good. I mean, like I mentioned the other day, you know, Tim uh, you know, told me the the minute he was contacted by Pitt and uh the head coach at Pitt and I are are, are friends and you know uh go go a few years back, so uh the relationship was positive there. But you know, I, I knew before they ever really started talking, so you know, we've been preparing in case uh that did happen. And so, you know Coach Harrell and I uh, had a list um and uh we're bringing candidates to uh campus this week to to interview and uh, hope to have that knocked out uh, maybe even by the weekend
4: how's that work i mean it is a complete business we know that That's but right. a, a buddy of yours narduzzi's going after your guy i mean what, is, what are the feelings like there when that I, happens you know it's I'm, i had a. I, I, the good thing is
10: most of the time the coach just will call me and uh hey i'm thinking about interviewing this person or talking to this person and so you can just talk through it but you just just gotta be professional
4: yeah and i always wonder like what is the right way to go about it and and you know as long as the communication's up front that's that's how you do it it. that's it
10: and tim tim was great handled everything you know consummate professional handled everything you know the way you should handle it and uh so you know he and i we will maintain a friendship beyond this this move, right. and uh, and we'll always do anything we can to help he and his family out. And because uh, the transition now, you know, he's up there right now, but uh, Jen and the kids are still here in Greenville. Uh, so you know, that's that's what happens when these coaching things go is the coach takes off and then the family's here so you know it, he handled it in a way that we'll always do anything we can to help him
4: that's awesome mike houston joining us here in the pirate radio studios kenny asking uh coach houston how important is spring practice going to be this year he also adds the spring game should be exciting with two new quarterbacks uh well three new quarterbacks and raheem jeter and a new offensive coordinator calling plays so coach uh just how important is this spring compared to springs of the past
10: well, I mean, it's, this probably goes back to, the, you know, a couple of springs early on is, you know, it's it's pivotal. You know, it's, you know, this is not a, hey, we want to win, you know, a couple of years down the road. No, no, we, we're ready to win now. And uh, so I think this spring has got to set the, the, the plate for that. You know, uh, this was, you know, you look at, you know, last year's season, uh, you do have so much positive coming back from a standpoint of the defensive side of the ball and some of the experience on offense Uh, and so you add in some of the new pieces with all that and you know this is a roster that's ready to compete at a very high level immediately but we got to get everybody on the same page so this is I would say one of the the biggest springs in recent history for Pirate football
4: and you know just because the defense was good last year doesn't mean it's going to be good this year but so many Blake Harrell being back is huge uh, the returners and everything, and uh, a new coach to the mix, too, Damon Magazoo, and that got Pirate fans fired up because uh, he was a great player on the field. Uh, boy, UNLV was a mess, and they started winning games here the last couple of years. He was there and a part of that. So how about adding uh, Mags to the staff, Coach?
10: Well, just you know, going in, I, I knew who he was, but I didn't really know him. Uh, but then the more I talked to Coach Odom at UNLV and uh, the more I talked to Damon, I mean, it's just it, it, very, very impressed. Uh, and since he's been here just with so many things, how he handles his kids, uh, you know, his his work on the road recruiting. I spent a, a day with him on the road uh, down in Charlotte. Uh, the way he is around the office, uh, I just think he's going to bring a, a toughness and a discipline and accountability and, and kind of a fire uh, to that position that uh, i'm excited to see those guys compete this spring
4: and filling in for a guy that uh seemed to have a 100 percent approval rating the players seem to love uh coach weaver I, yeah. i'm a big fan of coach weaver so that was that was an important hire to make and uh, yeah. i think you brought in the right guy right. to replace you him.
10: Tripp trip had been with me a
4: couple of different times and uh you know obviously you know started
10: out here at east carolina as a student assistant uh and a ga uh and you know really fit in with our staff, fit in with our players. And so, you know, when you have a a coach that fits you so well and they transition out, I think it's important to, you know, find someone that's not just going to replace them, but someone that's going to bring, you know, maybe a a, a jolt of energy. And I think that uh, Mags has done that.
4: Coach, uh, I was uh, sticking with the defense. What, uh, I mean, I I think about Deontay Johnson and just the – the the fun he brings to every situation right. he's in but also the player he is uh, him and and other returners what are you most excited about uh, on the defensive side heading into 2024
10: well I, th- I, th- I think just let's not get ahead of spring practice i'm excited to see the competition between our offense and defense this spring yeah. because you know it's our defense they're a a high energy intense physical play with a lot of emotion Uh, you know just really have a lot of fun playing the game the way we want to play it now all of a sudden you're going to see the same exact thing on the other side coming at them i mean i think the 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 competition and the intensity uh, of those matchups at practice throughout the spring especially the scrimmages i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch
4: uh jamie asking what will be differently offensively uh, scheme wise Will, will that be noticeable for the the fans in the stands what you guys do
10: yeah it it'll, it'll be very noticeable um, it, this is going to be a very fast very aggressive take shots down the field uh, run the football it, it, this is going to be a a offense that you're going you're going to see us you know <clears throat> 8 7 5 20 you know it's 40 you know you're going to see uh, explosive plays in the run game and the pass game uh when we get all these guys working on the same page and that's what i think you know hoping by the end of the spring you'll start to really see that evolve and come about to where it looks the way we want it to look
4: and john david baker said multiple times in his introductory press conference since then speed he wants to go fast Fast. he wants to keep defense on their heels uh somebody asked robert asked do you know have you learned all of jdb's terminology? Because it is uh, it is different from the previous. It's different. Yeah. it's a lot different.
10: Uh, and that's you know I always joke that uh, you know I've I've got terminology I've used all my career, and then you know it's Blake has tweaked and evolved the stuff to where he's got he calls things different than we used to a, a decade ago, and then JDB comes in with a whole new terminology, and so uh, you know it's it's trying to equate what he calls it to what uh, you know we've called it at other times. But uh, yeah, I'm still working on that. So.
4: Uh, Chad asking, how do you manage the outside noise such as social media and call-in shows? Uh, could be negative or positive for players and coaches. And, of course, we have our post-game call-in show, and, and fans call in and say what they say. And, and I'll just say this, Coach, sometimes it seems like there's a misconception that we want ECU to lose because we get more listeners and things like that. Our most popular shows ever, we had 70 calls when ECU scored 70 on North Carolina, so trust us. We all went to ECU. We want ECU to win, but um, when when it's not going great on the field, we have people call in, say some crazy stuff. You don't listen to it, but it could get back to you and, and you hear about it, but I know you, you stay away from it, Coach, but it does seep into the players and the staff, so I don't know. What do you talk to your staff and players about all this outside stuff?
10: Well, I think it's no matter if it's the positive or the negative, either one. uh, I don't think either one is beneficial for a coach or a player uh, because if we play really well, um, you know, we have a huge win at home. uh, you got to be careful what you let into into your head because if you lose your edge – you're you're it's it's going to get you the next week and and so you gotta you can't let that stuff you gotta try to filter it out and don't let it in and that's whether it's me or or a running back or a defensive back or whomever um same thing with the negative you know because it's you know that's that's it i mean this is you know we all work our our tails off and we all you know put everything into this to go out and compete to win uh, and so when you don't um you know it's it's tough on you period and so you you start you know letting some of that stuff in and it's going to get your head mucked up and and that's not going to help you the next day and or the next week and uh, th- that's that's the whole thing is you know once the game's done win or lose the next game's the most important one
4: yeah and it, you talk a lot about trust and transparency and when you've got that with your guys in the good times it's great but when you go through times like last year just I guess having that relationship with the players makes it a little bit easier that you can talk to them when things are going bad and they will keep their buy-in. It, 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 we kind of touched on this last segment, but the the, the locker room seems intact no matter if it's good or bad. And that goes back to just the relationships you develop with these guys, right? Well, and I think that's
10: you're, – you're phrasing it exactly right, the relationship. You have to have positive relationships, uh, and I think that's the strength and that's the challenge right now. We talked about it in a team meeting last week that the challenge right now is we have 21 new players. We have, um, you know, maybe six new coaches uh, we've got to work very hard this spring and it, it's, it's my job. It's, it's Tay's job. It's Rajay's job. It's all their job, uh, new players, jobs to cultivate relationships and, and, and get to know each other and away from football. And so that, 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 piece right there of trust is is why it's so important
4: uh I, w- I could ask coach I'll ask you Alex Harper what are mad drills what do they entail uh very intense workouts where the purpose of them
1: is to uh not break us but make us mentally stronger
10: I think is the main reason <laughs>
4: is that a good answer coach it's
10: pretty, good. <laughs> pretty That's good pretty good it's not for the faint of heart
4: no is this the toughest time of the year what is the toughest time of the year for a player is it you know the summer camp uh, or a fall camp oh, i fall should camp. say fall, fall camp, camp yeah. yeah when it's mm-hmm. basically summer outside and you're yeah. getting ready for the season yeah so i will for fall camp where i wake up at six
1: get to breakfast at 6 30 and i'll be home for the day at about like 9 30 ish depending on how long our last meeting runs
4: is that the favorite time for you coach their least favorite times your favorite time <laughs> but,
10: Well, I, mean, I think it's a necessary time yeah and uh, you know it's that's you know right now you know for me right now and fall camp are the two times that you 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 have to you know really just push them uh, because you're 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 building the mental toughness right now. you're building uh, you know this the mat drills, the other thing they do is they do unify. The players also. Uh and Alex would probably say fall camp does that as well because, you know, you're all in it together. You know, it's not like uh it's not like the quarterback gets a pass during mat drills. No, I mean Katen hauser's out there, Jake Garcia's out there, Raheem Jeter's out there getting their freaking butts jumped, they're getting pushed, they're getting up down, and uh, you know, we're all in it together.
4: I know I've asked you this in the past, uh, coach. who's uh who are your studs in the weight room? Yeah, I remember the the classic Rick De is a pretty rocked up guy quote from years ago. Who's your uh, Who's your weight room studs?
10: I don't know. You got you got quite a few. I mean, you you start with the lineman. You know, Dustin Hall, uh, Eli Tay. Uh, you know, it's uh, look on look on the uh, in the, in the linebacker room. I think that uh, I'll tell you one that's uh, really been impressive this offseason is Mike Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's put on about ten pounds of muscle. And uh, working very hard in there, but I think you've, you've got a lot. You got a lot of uh, weight room studs.
4: Who's your uh, fastest guy on the team? that's
10: going to be interesting. Yeah, you'd have about four or five say that they are, but uh, <laughs> you. It's going to be interesting this spring. Anthony Smith. Uh, when when we were talking to him, I, I talked to one of the coaches at NC State, and he said well he said i don't know what you got there he said but i promise you he's gonna be the fastest guy on your team Hmm. so we'll see if we'll see if he's correct how
4: about guys returning from injury and and i don't know the the prognosis and everything but a guy like javius bond how's he doing currently he's full okay he's good yeah
10: he's he's he is full tilt right now and uh he, he's on the tire pull list tomorrow morning so uh we'll
4: see how we'll see how that goes i hear about that what's uh alex you got a big what? morning coming up no he's just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just heard tire no, pull no, no, and no, i no. looked up and both you guys are looking at me
4: <laughs> no nah, but uh is Jay... tire pull what it sounds like guys oh yeah ripping a tire from each
10: don't, other don't don't let go of the tire all right that's it it is a it is a gut check
4: drill i like that all right good stuff mike houston joining us here inside the pirate radio studios if you got a uh, question you can uh get it in jamie says what is coach benching these days you talk not, about your not what i used to <laughs> <laughs> uh rip toby keith I ain't as good as i once was he uh he's saying um Kenny says, last season won't be an issue uh, as long as things improve this year. Winning cures everything. And uh, we'll put some smile on Pirates fans' faces. Somebody had asked earlier, it might have been Kenny, about just fans, uh, the diehards showing up throughout the year last year, Coach. And good or bad, Pirate fans care. I That's know you, you no, no, agree I, on that
10: You know, we, we I started to say that a while ago is our fan base is passionate. I'd, ra- I'd rather have the passion, you know, whether it's, you know, positive or negative, they're passionate. Okay, because they care about the program. They want to see the Pirates be great. Uh, that's, that's what I expect. Uh, I, I am fortunate to be somewhere where it matters. And, uh, you know, you could be some places where there's nobody there and nobody cares. And that's certainly not the case here. We're very, very blessed to have a very passionate fan base. Uh, but I do really appreciate, and that's one thing uh, that uh, from last year is, you know, you saw the people that really – were invested uh you saw the people that really you could count on and those are the ones that kept showing up to games those are the ones that kept supporting those are the ones that as soon as the season was over were what can we do to help you know what can we do to you know get this fixed and uh and i appreciate that passion
4: coach uh look it's 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 one practice at a time one game at a time you want to go one and oh but with this playoff format if you win the conference and are the highest ranked. Uh, group of five team out there you you get that spot in the playoff is that something you think about like hey we we do have a carrot at the end of the stick let's go ahead and win this thing we've got
10: a legitimate shot yeah but you got you got to take care of you got to take care of things right in front of you and that's that'll be my message when we get close to the season because you look at our schedule um there's not a game on our schedule that we can't win uh, and I firmly believe that. And so that's why this off season is so critical to make sure that we hit the ground running game one.
4: Mike Houston joining us. Coach, what did you think of this? This is the football players dancing with the ECU dance team at the basketball game.
10: Uh, I, they need to stick to playing football. <laughs> I, I, listen, listen, I promise you. The dancers, A, they do it a lot better, okay? And B, our guys are... Don't have the attraction that to
4: <laughs> I gotta say, I, I'll, I'm gonna say it uh, to Rajay tomorrow. I was a little disappointed. He looks a little stiff to me, Coach. He didn't really fully. I, I will give him credit. They learned the moves. I heard they didn't practice a ton either. They I, got the moves. I had no idea this was coming. So. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you make it. You make them uh, run a little extra for that. But uh, that was good stuff, man. Well, yeah, I, I like. Yeah, it, it was awesome. And I uh, love seeing your guys. You know what they do. Uh, visiting the children's hospital or doing things out in the community. I know those things super important to you and and the team as well. Well,
10: that's, that's, that's one thing. And we probably need to do a better job of, of putting it out there. All the stuff that the kids are doing, like, uh, like last year I think we did almost a thousand hours of community service and uh, I think year before we did a thousand hours of community service and so uh Brian Butterworth does a great job coordinating that stuff and and our players enjoy that they really enjoy the stuff in the schools with kids uh they, they really they get a lot out of that and I think that's that's the important thing with you not only are you you know out there engaging with uh, you know kids or the community or whatever when it when it fills your soul uh, by giving back, I think that's one of the the best things you can do
4: mike houston joining us charles uh on facebook saying uh you're talking about the diehards a moment ago he said not bragging but i've missed two games since 1993 he said there's a lot more out there like me and uh that is awesome and uh, i can't wait to see them coming up this i appreciate charles yeah no doubt uh mike houston joining us coach uh final thoughts what do you want to see from your your guys when you meet for the spring uh you you mentioned how important it's going to be what do you want to see from your team
10: well, I think when, when we come out and we finish up uh, April 13th, I think it is the spring game, when we come out of that, I want to see a confident group, uh, all three phases. Uh, and I think that is that is what John David and that group is bringing to uh, the offensive personnel right now that, I'll be honest, Blake and the defensive guys, that's what they have brought to the defensive side of the ball is confidence, belief in the system, belief mm. in each other, belief in themselves, Uh, Because, you know, with the talent, uh, if if we're a confident group coming out, then, you know, we have a chance to do the things that we want to do.
4: And, uh, coach, I wore this hat today because after the Cowboys and Eagles' performance in the playoffs, there needs to be a new NFC East team to to represent the the league. And I think that's going to be the Commanders next year. There's no shot. (laughs) (laughs) No shot.
10: That is the (laughs) biggest catastrophe in the NFL right now is the Washington Commanders. No. I mean, you're, you're, no, no, you're you're exactly what the Lions used to be. But the Lions <laughs> hired Dan Campbell. Yeah. And we got Dan Quinn. I would say most of the Cowboy Nation is excited about
4: that. No man. Come <laughs> on. Come on. Uh no it's uh man, Patrick Mahomes coach and the yeah, Chiefs, right. how about their ability just to did you see their numbers when they're down by seven or ten yeah. in the postseason? It's incredible. Well,
10: you know, the kids and I were talking about this before the Super Bowl and they were like, you know, what do you think? Who you got? And we all said the same thing. You you love everything about San Francisco, but you better not bet against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's just—he and Andy Reid, that in clutch situations when the game's on the line, they come through again and again
4: really impressive to watch uh awesome stuff coach thank you for hanging out with us uh talking some football we'll catch up with you again soon thanks for having me on looking forward to catching up uh with 47 uh rajay harris coming up tuesday and talking a lot of pirate football leading up to spring football we'll take a break come back have more for you on pirate radio live when we return after this
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and our are- the official team physicians for East Carolina Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina for more information call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. now back into
4: PRL here's Cliff. all right I'm gonna say mission accomplished good football chat for 45 minutes an hour three and Alex didn't get kicked off the team I think coach Houston was impressed with your work here i hope so and uh you didn't misspeak no he didn't find out about your speeding ticket uh tyler (laughs) he he
5: busts through the front door and goes what
4: tyler (laughs) said uh he was just catching up what if alex does an nil with a law office that will sponsor him or is that against the rules Uh, you get a free lawyer for all of your indiscretions
5: hi i'm alex harper (laughs) and i am a uh well-known criminal
4: around here (laughs) Also
5: happened to be on the EC football team.
4: You wanna get out of your tickets? You need to go to honeycut and Honeycuts. Um Go Martin Truex. Where's oh. he at? Um 20th. Perfect. Because the, the front guys are gonna wreck. He's gonna scoot on Scooters through a scooter right there. Big news DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top rated sportsbook apps, is coming soon to North Carolina on March 11th. It will not be long until you can bet on same game parlays, money lines, props right here in North Carolina. March 11th. I want to say that is three weeks from today. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook has the best features, including odds boost and live betting. They have social betting groups where you can share your bets with friends in real time. You can bet on all kinds of sports, including college hoops, hockey, and more. And it's safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and bet on your favorite sports once we go live on DraftKings Sportsbook March 11th in the state of North Carolina if you have a gambling problem you can call 877-718-5543 or visit more than a 21 plus north carolina only eligibility restrictions apply subject to regulatory licensing requirements see terms at draftkings.com slash slash nc all right um you guys are not you alex uh, zach and chandler you got a a five dollar free play or whatever on march 11th what is the first thing you're betting on What's the first thing you're going to bet on when betting goes live in north carolina on march 11th on the DraftKings sportsbook it's
5: got to be college basketball
7: no specific bets just college basketball i don't, I don't know i i mean
5: acc tournament
4: it, I, no I, chandler it, you're not a sports guy or a gambling guy you're not a sports book guy you can bet on the panthers to win the super bowl yeah. you can bet on the hurricanes to win the stanley cup it's you can year. you can bet on the ecu women to win that you can bet on a million things the nationals to win the world series
5: hello well i'm not doing any of that well what are you doing <laughs> why is it
4: so hard
5: can you at least let me think for a little bit
7: zach uh, legally, I will not be able to do it till November eleventh,
4: twenty twenty four. Dag on it. This segment sucks. <laughs> All right, Zach. It is November twentieth, twenty twenty four. Okay, cool. That's... You wake up in the morning feeling like P. Did I already not know my answer right now. What is it? Shamanad to win the
7: Mallet Gym Invitational. Shamanad. That's that week. <laughs> God, you... it's back
4: at Shamanad now too. You live a sad life that Aww. you are looking forward to that so much. Shamanad, man. It is a Chaminade. Look at old Big Head still thinking over
5: there. Um, East East Carolina. Carolina. (laughs) Wait, East Carolina? To win the (gasps) College World Series. Great bet. Boom. You figured it out. Is it that simple? Wait, what school would you say?
8: East Carolina!
4: i wonder if we got uh i saw futures on thursday for that monday's not a big college baseball day so maybe we'll have some uh some futures up here today let's see
7: arkansas is playing today
4: don't you know everything
7: <laughs>
4: i do not see any odds available right now but uh yeah that's a good bet i'm gonna go thanks, man. over unders won't be available oh, well, mine's gonna have to be tournament related tournament I'll go like um, I already got Houston in from a trip to Virginia. You don't get anything for putting UConn. Who's a good... Come uh on, just
5: pick something, man.
4: Who's a dark horse? The Dayton Flyers. I know, I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go with, with... I mean, I could still go Auburn, but they do talk about how bad it, oh, away from home they are. San Diego State made a run last year. I don't want to take them again. uh let's go, I mean, man. Arizona's fourth in the polls. I'd probably go Zona. I like them. What about UConn? Yeah, but they're like the favorite. I don't want to take the favorite. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder. Well, depending on what their number is, but they look awesome right now. Yeah, they
7: crapped on Marquette.
4: Uh, that's putting it lightly. Is yeah. that a sports term? Crapped on. It's the nice sports term. <laughs> Uh Kenny says, how can we watch the ECU-Campbell game? With your eyes. <laughs> flow Flo sports. Is it flow? Yeah. Excuse me, flow. Someone's going to legally live stream it. Don't worry. You're going to have to flow it up, Kenny. Stream east. Jamie says, it's almost like Clibb was watching the clock. Still got a hit John. What? Had to get my dig in on John for the day? Sports surge
5: yeah that was the first time he about hey uh,
4: criminal guy don't be throwing out illegal stream websites <laughs> dude you are out of control we're gonna you are to... such a criminal i huh? mean you have lost it we're gonna have to call your folks man
1: i didn't say that my daughter said it <laughs> <laughs> but i don't disagree
4: <laughs> i don't
8: disagree
4: steve said that was a great hard news interview ed perry says the strongest guy in the weight room ain't mike edwards but it's a guy in the same position group and it's not even close ed would you like to be less cryptic and tell us who it is who's he talking about alex alex if we ranked all 100 and whatever football players where where are you on the strength <laughs> <laughs> um are you okay are you are you in the 80s somewhere Gotta be stronger than little tiny. I receivers. would.
1: I would hope. I would hope I'm in the top 100. I would not guarantee it though. How many players are on the team? 101, 20, 120
4: <laughs> something. So your punters and your kickers, you got them beat. Luke Larson is very oh, strong. Yeah. He is a big dude. He's very strong. Um, well, he's a grown ass man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's got sure. dad strength. He got
5: three kids.
1: Uh, Trip Smith is actually pretty strong as well. I think me and Trip are pretty close. Andrew Conrad, I got him beat, except for squat. That dude can squat like unreal. That dude, I mean, he weighs like a hundred and forty pounds, and he can squat
4: all legs.
1: Yeah, all legs.
4: If you, cut, he's like
1: five foot five or something, and can
4: dunk. If you cut him at the waist, he'd still weigh hundred and twenty-two pounds.
0: We can right. talk about it later. Time to go to
4: break. Let's take our final break. We'll come back, wrap it up on a Monday. Back with you after these words.
1: Welcome back. It was a rough day for the stock market as the Dow went down 145 to finish at 38,627. The Nasdaq fell 130 to finish at 15,775, and the S&P 500 went down 25 to finish at 5,005. That was your Wells Fargo financial report. I do not have the call sheet and cannot remember what to say. Now back to you, Clip.
4: All right. Good
5: into the show.
4: To be fair, it is after 6 o'clock now. So your 3 through 6 was great. Your 601 trash. Yeah, Big trash. We will talk to you fine people coming up Tuesday, 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thank you, Chan Mon. Thank you, Alex. No problem. Zach, Big Dog, and the crew. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Have a great rest of your evening. I'll see you Wednesday. That's right. See you Wednesday, Zach. No. Well, one day you'll be gone uh, to Bowie's Creek as well. John and Zach on the road coming up for ECU Campbell. We'll talk to you Tuesday at 3 o'clock for the crew. on Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina.